So I went to a Halloween party at my friend Ross's house last oh, night. Oh, very fun. Yeah, had a had a few uh, brewskis and gotcha. uh, and uh, lived it up a little bit. Uh-huh. But uh, otherwise, I don't I don't feel too bad. But I I, I kind of have that uh, that weird like I, I'm I'm not hungover, mm. but I just have that kind of weird like gross feeling sure. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but. I could have showered. I woke up in plenty of time to mm-hmm, shower, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. you know what? I put all of that energy into this show. Oh, man. Does that mean it's going to be good? <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not even a little bit. But, but I tried, and that's what counts. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, you know. Uh, I mean, I'd I, say maximum effort like Deadpool, but it's just like some effort. Some effort. I put you know? some <laughs> effort into the podcast, zero effort into a shower. Uh, you guys will be happy. My wife will not. That works. I think that's good. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, yep. yeah, that's the goal. Yeah. Uh, why bathe? I mean, it's not like people are going to be able to smell me through the podcast, no. or can they? <laughs> We're the <laughs> first smell vision podcast. <laughs> and we started off by not taking showers. <laughs> oh, man. I just don't think that's going to be a um, big sell. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, but... Hey, uh, did you have any Halloween parties that uh, you're planning to attend or have attended? Uh, or? No, not any Halloween parties this year. Um a few years ago, we attempted to do some, uh, and they always like fizzled out by the time, like we would. You got shut down. Yeah, always shut down. The Texas Rangers stepped in, um, and uh... they're, they're everywhere, man. Uh, Amanda and I are super into raves, so you know, obviously, it was in an abandoned warehouse. Right. Um, we were both hopped yeah. up on ecstasy, and we were sucking on pacifiers. I don't know what's going on. So, yeah. <laughs> Glow sticks and passies. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Yep. That's a man and wise ha- Halloween. I don't know. That's what we do, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's your code names as well. <laughs> <for this record. laughs> but uh, no. Uh, so, did you guys dress up for this party? It was like a dress up party? Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, I've got this uh, shitty, shitty werewolf onesie that uh-huh. uh, I got from Walmart last year. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, that I wore just because it was like, hey, I'm gonna be drinking. Uh, I just want to be comfortable, hey, yeah. so I wore that house shoes, uh, rolled up in that uh, in that party. Yeah, nice. And uh, you know, just relaxed a little bit. It was yeah. it was a good time. Um, and then Brandy dressed as a um, man. What do you call it? A, a, a runner. Uh, a run- <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I got lots of outfits. <laughs> uh, man, it's like a like a sock hop type. Oh girl. yeah, okay. Yeah, like a pink lady so. sort of. Yeah, but it was. Instead of uh, like pink and black, it mm-hmm. was uh, uh, red and black. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she looked good. Hell yeah. <laughs> that eyebrow raise, man. That meant, that meant business. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's cool. Did you guys have a good time? Was it a good party? Yeah, yeah it was good. Uh, there was candied bacon there. Oh, um, wow. Fancy. Which was good. Yeah. And uh, there was some uh, queso with chorizo oh, in it. And, uh, that was good. Ross schooled me on what chorizo is mm. and what it's made out of. I don't want to say it on the podcast because <laughs> <laughs> in case people like, like chorizo. Do I not know? But yeah, I mean, like I never really know what any kind of sausage is made. I don't, I don't need that info. In yeah. Head. I just assumed it was like pig lips and oh. pig hooves no. and You're going to make a man very well sad. Jizz. <laughs> I mean, but, all the time uh, when I make like uh, when I make bacon in the house, and you know, it, it makes the whole house smell so delicious. She'll walk in from work and be like, "Oh man, that smells so good!" But she doesn't eat pork, mm-hmm. and so she's like, "Resist, resist," you know. Yeah. So hashtag resist. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you want to just go ahead and jump into it? We're doing it. 
Sure. All right, cool, man. Well, I'm Steven. A.K.A. Frank and Steven. I was like, did I have a nickname that I was supposed to throw in there? (laughs) A.K.A. The White One. (laughs) The White Wolf. The White Wolf Man. White Wolf. Yeah, Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. He's got a cybernetic arm. (laughs) And, And who are you? I am Brent, a.k.a. the Hip Goblin, a.k.a. Oh. the Brown Ranger. <laughs> Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. There, okay, just to make sure, there is there a Brown Ranger in lore? Like, is there? Has no. Okay. Not, not by actual ranger color. There have been brown people as Power Rangers, <laughs> sure. but yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was just wondering, like, on the show, like, I could imagine you being there and being like, I'm fucking sweet. We're Power Rangers, guys. Look, wait. I'm 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 brown. I'm brown. <laughs> Great. I can blend in with rocks. The morphing sequence is uh, people yelling out the name of dinosaurs, and then somebody else is like, uh, the, the brown ranger is like, the poop that Ellie sticks her hand in in Jurassic Park. Zord, I guess. <laughs> yeah. and it's just like the poop emoji, like as a, yeah. <laughs> as a ship. Just mechanized. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To, for the for the Zord, like the Mega Zord, it like unravels, and they they like make something out of that. <laughs> yeah. It becomes like a giant whip, you yeah. know. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> so I'm the giant brown whip of the ship. Yep. Okay, real cool, real cool, guys. Jokes on the new guy. For, first of all, I'm not even a, a color that glows. So when we teleport, I've got like this weird like I, it looks like I'm orange. There's never really been an orange ranger. That pisses me off. Second of all... I couldn't be orange? <laughs> yeah. I have a very like detailed, uh, extensive call-out for my morphing sequence. Yeah. Next, I'm a, I, I fly around in a mechanized turd, and then you just throw me <laughs> at the bad guy. Hey, you know what, Zordon? Uh, why don't you go fuck yourself, buddy? Oh, man. I like this new uh, Power Ranger we're coming up with. He's sassy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's well, he's just fed up with it, you yeah. know? I, f- I feel like I know this guy. Fed up with his shit. That's oh. that. Yep. And then mm-hmm. it works, like, the whole thing. And it becomes like a buddy cop drama and a Power Rangers uniform. I don't know what's happening with this with this TV show or movie we're making up, but I love it. <laughs> I would love it if over his brown ranger costume, he just like wears a, a cop uniform. <laughs> like he still has the helmet. He's like, fuck this, man. <laughs> Look, I, I, I've got to pissed off about the whole thing, but this suit does add protection, so uh, I, I will wear it. <laughs> I mean, it is an alien awesome spacesuit. I will yeah. wear it. I can fight better in it. I'm just mad yeah. about the color. I wish we could yeah. talk about this before. And, and my Zord. That's literally like ridiculous. The, you know how like each ranger's helmets are like custom to whatever their their creature is. Ooh. Like the the red ranger has, it looks like a tyrannosaurus. The pink ranger has a pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah. Like for the brown ranger, it's just like swirls on top. <laughs> oh man, that's fantastic! We should pitch this. <laughs> I think we just did. <laughs> we'll just edit the segment and send it off to the studios. Hey Lionsgate, are you listening? We have some tremendous ideas. We know your uh, your Power Rangers reboot did pretty well. We have an idea for mm-hmm. the sequel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I sh- should mention that uh, we potentially have some new listeners listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I- welcome, and uh, <laughs> yep, and you're you are welcome. Yeah, absolutely. For that tremendous little uh, trip down Power Ranger Road that we took. Yep. And um, you have our word that something like that won't happen again 
that's a total lie. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to get much worse yeah. there's, <laughs> from there. There's a lot of uh, poop mentions in our podcast, I would say, because uh, it's mm-hmm. funny. And, uh, and yeah, so welcome to the show. And uh, today we're going to be talking about some some more horror movies. We're going to bring back Pop Culture Combat, which we haven't done in quite a while, I feel. Uh, mm-hmm. Should be a good little show today. Not since June or July, I Is it really? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. Been a while. I did that twice in real life, by the way. I said just, you know, it's been a while. And every time yeah. in my head now, I, you know, I, I sing that uh, mm-hmm. afterwards. The full song. The full song. Uh, <laughs> You're just standing there for three and a half minutes, <laughs> just staring blankly. I mean, it's like, why are you just looking into the wall? I, mm-hmm. I have to complete this song. Give me, give me another <laughs> minute and a half. I'm good to go. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird too because as soon as you say it you start off with that opening guitar lick yeah. so you don't even start with the actual that same lyric well, you just gotta start from the beginning yeah. play it front to back I try to layer in as many instruments as I can do with my voice which is not many but I try mm-hmm. you know um, and I don't want to do it right here in the podcast because um, it's too good um. <laughs> <laughs> look Aaron Lewis has a solo career uh, he's touring around America mm-hmm. And uh, you don't want to shut him down, nah. you know. Is he? He's got he he's got all those uh, MAGA hats to play to. Oh so. God! Yeah. Is that true? He's brought me mm-hmm. down. Just made me sad a little bit <laughs> yeah. in my heart. <laughs> oh, that's fine. The song sucks anyway. So, you know. <laughs> I'm fine with him being a, a MAGA guy, but yeah, you know, whatever. Hey, hey, speaking of which, yeah, it's a uh, almost election time. Oh, really? So uh, if you're listening to this, make sure you're registered to vote, mm-hmm. unless you live in a different country. Um, then uh, stay out of it. This is yeah. this is our election. We'll stay out of yours. You stay out of ours, okay? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious about this election protection. Election protection. Oh my god. Squad force force election protection force. That's us. <laughs> Poop emoji. <laughs> so you're the election protection squad force poop emoji. That is your that is your name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's Brett. Is yeah. that? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. us. Yeah. Fits on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah. man. So, uh, what do you want to what do you want to talk about right now? Well, the first thing I want to say is that um, I've been counting down the different General Mills like horror themed yeah, cereals. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing to say. It's not really horror themed. It's just kind of like <laughs> Halloween scene, Scary, I guess, yeah, is, yeah. Is, is the better better thing to do. Yeah. Um, so I had Count Chocula, mm-hmm. and boy, yeah. I I missed that artificial <laughs> chocolate flavor. Man, yeah. it's so good. It reminds me of chocolate Rice Krispies. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've had those recently or no, had no, that no, kind of flavor no, memory no, in your no, mind. No. But my God, took a big old scoop uh-huh. of uh, of the um, uh, Count Chocula. Damn, it was delicious. Good stuff. Truly delicious. Yeah, right on, man. Uh, yeah, the um, the next thing I did, which I actually did this morning before the podcast, uh, again, it's called follow through. Mm-hmm. That's that's just how I roll. Mm-hmm. So I took a half cup of <laughs> of each of the cereals. So I took half a cup yeah. of blueberry, half a cup of Frankenberry, and then half a cup of Count Chocula. And I yes, I, I measured mm-hmm. them. That's about as extensive of cooking as I can do. <laughs> Poured them in a bowl. <laughs> yep. And then I, you know, mixed them up um, mm-hmm, sure. when it was still dry in the bowl uh, just to, you know, have them um, properly mixed, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I used the spatula. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and then, uh, you know, poured uh, poured some almond milk on there mm. and uh, ate it up. And I have to say, the Gen- General Mills suicide. Oh, yeah. Is. That's all right. I mean, <laughs> all, <laughs> the build up. all the flavors kind of get mixed in together. Yeah. You can't really taste like one over the other. Um, mm, interesting. I, I think in this particular case, it's probably better to eat them separately. If I had yeah. to rank them, because uh, I know you're going to ask, yeah. I'd see it on your face. Yeah. I would say uh, number one is Frankenberry. Okay. Two, Count Chocula. Three is Booberry. Oh, okay. And uh, four, mm. Shredded Mini Wheats. Oh, wow. Secret contender coming in right at the last minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because it's like a mummy. Shredded mini uh, Yeah, Got a little sure. mummy. Is that why? Plus, it's going to make you poop, you know? Oh. Brown Ranger also. needs his, his uh, <laughs> shredded mini-wheats. If the Power Rangers were at a parade and the other Power Rangers were handing out candy that matched, like, their color or whatever, he'd be throwing mm-hmm. out shredded mini-wheats, like, open <laughs> open in the street. <laughs> come get your fiber. Come get it. Come get it. That or Tootsie Rolls, oh, and uh, for whatever reason, God, that's Tootsie good. Rolls are, I don't know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I feel like I'm, my dog is very angry about Tootsie Rolls. Yeah, don't give a dog yeah. a Tootsie Roll, that's for sure. Nope. Um, no, it's chocolate. It's going to be bad for him. Is it, though? What, chocolate? Here's the thing. No, 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 not bad for dogs, but like Tootsie Roll, it's like a chocolate flavor. It's sort of the th- same thing that you're saying, like the art and like an artificial chocolate flavor. Like Tootsie Rolls have always been so weird to me. It's a weird flavor. I don't really dig that much. Mm-hmm. I don't know who eats that. Like, do you like those? Tootsie Rolls? Yeah. I mean, I... Look, will I eat them? Yes, yeah. I will. Would I have to be at gunpoint to do so? Mm. Eh, maybe. Um, yeah. I don't know. They're fine. Tootsie Rolls yeah. are fine. <laughs> it's kind of like filler candy, you know? Exactly, yeah. It feels like, yeah. I'm looking candy. for a, uh, like a Twix or a Kit Kat sure. or peanut M&Ms or something like that. Yeah, right on. You know? Uh, I'm down with all those things. Amanda loves mm-hmm. the... Uh, like the the flavored Tootsie Rolls, though, the different, um, like, fruit-flavored ones. It's, like, the same, mm-hmm. like, texture, you know, the chewy stuff, whatever. Uh, but she likes those a lot more. So I can, I can get behind those. I like those flavors more than I remember, at least. It's been a while. God damn it. I swear. I do, like, how does it even... Uh, okay. Three and a half minutes of yeah, silence sir. begin? No. <laughs> That's my punishment. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, anyway, uh, Tootsie Rolls, I think, are, are shit. Uh, I never really liked them. I never understood them. And then uh, the fruit flavored ones are okay, as far as I remember. But yeah, the the fruit flavored ones are just like barely fruit flavored. Oh, yeah, they're I like yeah. multicolored. Uh huh. They look like crayons. Yeah, 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 they do. Yeah. They don't really taste like anything. And <laughs> there's a blue one. The blue one's supposed to taste like I don't know. Uh, I think it's like vanilla or something like that. Oh, they put it in the right. blue wrapper though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, yeah. what would you do for vanilla? Yeah, blue, yeah. of course. You know, you always think of blue when you think of vanilla. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll the, Amanda will, sh- will certainly be happy if I go out and get some of those. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'll have to find some. I know uh, some friend of hers at work had uh, bought, like, a huge-ass bag of them on Amazon or something like that. So I know they've been munching on them at work. Maybe she could bring me some instead. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Look forward to that next time on the show, guys. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Download. Subscribe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, and uh, some real uh, quick asides here before yeah. we get into some movie discussion. Um, did you hear mm. that the female gremlin was sexually frustrated? No. Yeah, evidently she couldn't get wet. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> did you make that up? 
No. What? Would you say? It was really good. That that's, <laughs> that's something I would have come up with several weeks ago and jotted it down on my uh-huh, phone. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well. It does. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. One thing I do know is that Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise uh-huh. just got married. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, as a wedding gift, I bought them some towels that say, For he's and hers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Didn't... Wait. Okay. Don't think about it too much. Re- rewind the joke that didn't you say Michael Myers? Didn't you say... <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did say Michael Myers instead of Jason Voorhees, which would have made it make sense. <laughs> But I was like, what extra layer to this joke am I missing? <laughs> and then you were like, don't you know think what? about it. And I was like, I'm not even going to edit that one. <laughs> I'm just going to leave that one in there like, as it is. It's great. I like it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Regardless, oh, the joke was solid. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Setup, delivery, punchline, all of it. Flawless. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, thank you for sitting through these bad jokes. Yeah, um, do you have any more? You might even say that they were horrible. Horrible. Hor- 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 All right. You got it. Whatever. Oh, man. You're the king and of puns. that's when he gave up on life. Huh? Yep, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, just the same, that, the fact that you said uh, you gave up on life at the same time I said you're the king of puns, uh, which is very <laughs> fitting, I think. Um, <laughs> then you're like, fuck this. Why am I doing this? And I'm yep. like, it's funny. Um, <laughs> hopefully listeners like it too. Uh, man, I love a good, nope. good little <laughs> pun joke. So, And if you listen closely, you can hear the sound of people unsubscribing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard another one. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, anything more with your, your serialness? Uh, or, or any other bad jokes? <laughs> Thank you for addressing me by my proper title. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I know last week you were worried about uh, them going stale, but for the suicide, did you, I mean, you kept them all, did that, that all work out as well? They all worked out okay. The blueberry marshmallows got a little bit um, stale or whatever, but yeah. they were all kind of like drowned in milk, and like I said, they were oh, all... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> swirled in together yeah. so it was it ended up being fine kind of works but yeah all right well uh so today we're going to talk about some movies ready to talk about some movies yes i'm very excited to talk about this today uh we mm. have uh two halloweens we have halloween 78 and halloween 2008 uh i think we should start Team. off why did i say that uh, did I do that the other week too? Where I was like, "Game team," or you did? I, I did. Yeah. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> so we're both like, we're both stuck in 2008. Weird. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it's 2018. Uh, I want to first say though, that I'm very upset uh, that we have to reference the year just to talk about these movies. We can't say Halloween and Halloween Two or Halloween mm-hmm. whatever because uh, they're called the same thing. Uh, much like the thing from 82 and then the reboot of the thing in the 2000s probably 2008 i don't know uh also called the thing and it's like how are you supposed to differentiate those so um mm-hmm. not my favorite <laughs> not my so favorite. the the newest halloween movie is doing very well uh-huh. and i would assume that they probably want to make a sequel but if they do that mm. are they just going to also call that one halloween 
they, as well. They should from now on. Yeah, they're all just Halloween. <laughs> and you have to reference the year. <laughs> Maybe it's like a TV show. Like when a TV show has a, a pilot episode and then the next episode is still under the same blanket uh, show title uh, or whatever, yeah, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Colon so, something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they just always have the year. They're doing like every year. Halloween <laughs> yeah, 2018, 2019, mm-hmm. 2020. That's how you keep track of Michael it. Michael Myers 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Get out there. Still a better vote. choice. <laughs> Knock on some doors. <laughs> well, and also, I, I'm trying to look this up to make sure I'm right, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. So I'm going to go ahead and say this, that uh, there is a Halloween 2. Obviously, this is like a... Uh, this The new one that came out, this is like sequels years later, but they negate all the other sequels from the franchise. But Halloween 2 when it's written on the cover, is like the Roman numerals, right? The one on the one. Yeah. Uh, this is effectively, Halloween 2018 is effectively a new Halloween 2, right? They just didn't want to call it that because mm-hmm. it already was a Halloween 2. However, the 2018 Halloween is the 11th movie in the franchise. So if they had just done Halloween 1-1, <laughs> it works both ways. 11 or 2. Yeah, And my job is done. You're welcome. You finished the podcast. I got to go take a bath. Um, oh, uh, this movie has uh, uh, Jason Voorhees in it. Oh, shit, no, it's the wrong guy. Uh, oh, 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 uh, uh, towels, uh, monograms. <laughs> so I've never seen any of the Halloween movies, uh, thinking back on it. Um, so crazy. I, I, went to a, a, I went to a friend's house um, when I was, I don't know, 18, 19 or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was a big horror fan. Yeah. And um, they were watching... H2O, I believe. Uh-huh. Is that the one with Buster Rhymes in it? No, that's Resurrection. That's oh. the next one. Okay. Yeah. Do you, do we Whichever know? one has Buster Rhymes in it. You watched that the one? one that I saw. Yeah. Terrible movie. Uh, I saw parts of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it, it was fine. Like I, I mm. get the general idea of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he wears a William Shatner mask and then yep. he kills people. Mm-hmm. Um, that was about the extent of it. I know who Laurie Strode is, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I mean that was my yeah, so the weird. entirety of my my Halloween knowledge. So, um, do you like kind of jumping forward? Um, we're doing a pop culture combat later of, of Freddy versus Jason. We did not include Michael. Oh in shit! This. I got to get ready for uh, that. All right, go ahead. <laughs> I got to go study. Uh, <laughs> uh, we did not include Michael Myers in this, which uh, is also like a third contender. Where uh, I mean, he's like kind of the the first of, of them. He's what like kind of inspired mm-hmm. them to be created in the world. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I kind of consider Michael outside of that, but that would be another discussion for another time. But did mm-hmm. you know, like the Jason and Freddie movies, just not Halloween growing up? I, I was more aware of the characters versus the actual films themselves. Okay. Um, like the, the plots or, or whatever, um, just because they're so iconic sure. looking and, um, I, yeah, There's we'll, we'll get into it more when we, yeah, when we yeah. get to uh, pop culture combat. But yeah, but yeah I, I'm more aware of the characters versus okay. the, the actual movies they appear in. Okay, so yeah, we'll definitely get into more of that later. I was just wondering, like in context of Halloween, like I grew up with all of them, but I didn't grow up with a lot of the sequels necessarily. Like you went to school with them? I went to school with uh, Jason. Uh, I went to mm-hmm. school with Freddy. Uh, he was he was all right. Um, mm-hmm. The hands were a little iffy. Um, uh, Michael was older than me. Uh, yeah. But I, I knew of him. He was a couple grades ahead of you. A couple grades. Uh, yeah. No, but uh, I, you know, I grew up with these movies, and um, I've been kind of a, 
I guess more of a purist, and I'll get into the kind of that later on for, for Freddy vs. Jason, but it's more for Halloween for me that, like, Halloween in particular, a lot of the sequels go off in a really weird direction that I don't agree with, I don't like, like, the storyline. And then H2O retcons all of that and has a new, like, plot line, timeline, or whatever. And then uh, the new movie negates H2O and a bunch of other sequels, and it's, like, a new timeline. So it's kind of, it almost reminded me of the, um, like, the X-Men franchise now, where, like, the timeline's mm-hmm. just so fucking screwed up, but... I feel like it's a little more necessary in the X-Men franchise to know where people are than the Halloween franchise. Um, and like what happens to things, you can really just like negate them and throw that whole sequel out and be like, well, that's fine, I, I like this timeline. So it's convoluted, but it's mm-hmm. it's better. But um, I don't know the sequels that well. I just really know the, the first couple and then some of the later ones and stuff. So um, I'll bring some of that info in too as I talk about it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to hear your opinions of this as like a new person to Halloween mm-hmm. that's so much fun for me um yeah yeah so we'll go ahead and start with the the first one sure. then right the uh, the 78 uh, original movie um I didn't realize that Michael Myers predated both yeah. Freddy and Jason um like you were saying he's the original slasher yeah. um besides the one in Guns N' Roses um I believe it was first but um yeah the I, I, I was I've heard nothing but good things about the original Halloween uh-huh. I saw that it has like a 80 like it has a high rating on oh, Rotten Tomatoes a 95 like, 95 okay yeah. that's what it was yeah, yeah. Um, so and it came on um, I was looking through iTunes last week mm-hmm. and I saw that it was um, for sale on there for like four ninety nine. I was like should I should I do this or should I mm-hmm. just um, you know watch the, the copy we've got on hand here yeah uh, so I just I did that um, and uh, you know what I'll let you I'll let you go first. Did so you've mm-hmm. seen this movie multiple times? Oh yeah. Halloween, the first one, yeah, tons, tons yeah. and tons of times. Wouldn't even know okay. where to start. Mm-hmm. Um what what was your first thoughts when you first saw it, or do you recall? Yeah, so <clears throat> this is one of those that I don't really re- remember. It's always just been mm-hmm. around. Um I only really got into it um as like a teenager and then uh, and mm-hmm. then older. Um, that I really like realized like how much I liked this movie a lot. So um, one of the things I'll get into with um, Jason and Freddy later on is um, like over the years how well it's held up, you know. And um, okay. I, I like basically all of the first movies of these series, and then the sequels get really weird and stuff. Um, but Halloween is the only one that I consistently watch like multiple times every year for Halloween, um, like around mm-hmm. that era, you know, like we do for October. Um, I used to watch like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street, but I don't really watch them every year anymore. Halloween has really stood the test of time for me. And uh, so I don't really remember the first time. I just always remember loving it. It's always just been like Michael is one of my favorite uh, character, like, you know, horror killers and stuff. Um, The way the movies are and stuff, I just like it all so much. And they influenced everything else, like especially um, Friday Mm -hmm. the 13th came out in like 80, I think, 1980. Um, mm-hmm. like, and this was 78, so it's like, it was like right afterwards, and it was like a, it's different because of the way that, uh, it actually works out, but Jason as a character is very much modeled off after Michael, I would say. He's like a, a big hulking dude in a mask who stalks people with a big knife and doesn't talk, you know, like, but he's like slow, but he kills mm-hmm. everybody in his path, so they're kind of similar, and I think he can't really take that away, like, that Jason isn't like a, uh, spinoff, a ripoff or whatever of, of Michael almost. 
Um, but to me, it's always been like Michael is the best. He's the first. He's the best. You know. He's the the Superman of the yeah you could say horror movie icons yeah right uh-huh. I just imagine hey. like a uh, he like rips open his chest at the end of the movie and it's just like Superman logo <laughs> and it's like where did that come from credits he takes off his mask <laughs> yeah. and it's just sloth from the Goonies yes yes <laughs> that's what I was thinking too at first I don't know how to work it in that's great oh man okay so. Uh, I watched this with Brandy earlier this week. Yeah. And we sat down and we were trying to get the, the Halloween mood and uh, both the holiday and the, the movie. Sure. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Has she seen so, it? Does she know that movie? I, I, yeah, I believe so. She was telling me that like some of the scenes look familiar. I, okay. I don't think she remembered that she had seen it before and totally started watching it mm-hmm. and then things started to click with her. And um, so we watched it and then... Uh, I got to be honest, I did not care for this movie. I would imagine. I was wondering. Yeah. Was it <laughs> so boring? I, I, I don't know what some, if it's something that you uh-huh. have to like grow up with or yeah. see when you're younger or whatever. Um, I, I've just seen like enough, uh, I guess like modern horror-ish yeah. movies that um, it, I don't know, there, there, there were certain things missing for me mm-hmm. in this. Like, um, but also it's one of those things where it's like, um, like when I uh, talk to people about uh, the comic Watchmen uh-huh. and, you know, its impact on, on comics and everything, you, you kind of have to look at it at the lens of, well, during that time, comics were more like Mm-mm. wholesome and, and kid friendly sure. and family friendly or whatever. And then Watchmen came along and it kind of helped shift things to a more adult fair. Yeah. Um, I think with this, there wasn't. Like, it was setting the stage for all of the stuff to mm-hmm. come yeah. later in horror, right? Yeah. So, um, but, I mean, I, I tried to keep that into perspective, mm-hmm. but I ended up just being confused. Like, there's a part where, um, should we just, yeah, just, like, blanket, blanket spoilers for, yeah, this, just, yeah. for this movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, where uh, the guy is, like, in his car, and then Michael is in the back seat. Um, mm-hmm. probably jerking off. Uh, <laughs> wait, he's got to kill time, right? Um, so he like pops up behind him and he cuts that guy's throat. But I didn't, it took me a second because I was like, oh, there's no like blood anywhere. Mm. There's like a, a, a severe lack of blood. I don't yeah, know if yeah. people are just like anemic or whatever in this. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That whole town actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, um, a, a 10 minute prequel documentary about um, anemia running rampant in that town so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 it's a problem so yeah <laughs> for a horror movie they need blood man. yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but, I um it was yeah, yeah there different, was different context you kind of needed to show what time period it came out in and like how it mm-hmm. changed things like i think it's hard for us i mean we're we're about to review you know jason versus freddie as well and and all of these things <laughs> have existed for our entire lives you know like we don't yep. know anything other than them all existing and to go back, you know, to rewind where mm-hmm. he was the one that created all of that. You know, he was yeah. the different uh, movie that changed the landscape. You know, like they really did like reinvent horror with that. Um, and it's that's quite a feat. And you can recognize that as a movie fan or, you know, just a person or whatever, but still not like the movie necessarily. You know, that's fine. Would you consider the original horror movie like that footage of the like way back in the day, mm. like when film was first taking off, yep. where it was just like a train, like charging at the audience. <laughs> yeah. That's like the original horror movie. Yeah, I mean, like it's terrifying. Also, they used to show ladies' ankles back then. Like, oh, oh my, my God. The 
depravity uh, in that (laughs) in those early days (laughs) yeah I don't know Uh, yeah trains (laughs) (laughs) I have no response I'm like I have nothing funny to say about that I have nothing just punctuate the sentence with the uh, the last thing that was said. <laughs> so um, I also noticed there were a lot of like lingering shots in this movie, uh-huh. which seemed like uh, mm-hmm. c- could have been edited. Uh, Ooh, see, I love the, those though. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Uh-huh. Okay. It's the, Maybe it adds something to it that I, I wasn't picking up on. There but, is definitely a damn. slowness to this movie. I would mm-hmm. say versus the other ones, um, especially like compared to the 2018 one. Um, where they have a lot more deaths on screen and stuff, and um, it's just ramped up. It's a little more modern, you know? Like, you have to imagine, too... And I know you do, but um, just to, for context again, it's like you you have to um, be like, this is the first, like, not just the context of the era, but they've improved on it. So here's, like, a, here's a formula. Let's all recreate this formula and, you know, jumble around in a... Um, you know, with all of them together in the 80s and stuff, and then the 90s kind of had... A lackluster horror thing until Scream came out and like reinvented stuff, and now we have a different thing, you know. But um, mm-hmm. they've improved on that. They've improved body counts and blood and score and all the stuff, whatever, since then. But this was like the first, you know. This was this was everything. And uh, and out of context or out of you know, forty years later, it's it's tame by today's standards for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still something that I I like a lot. I grew up with. But I was wondering as as an adult who came to it, uh, maybe you can realize some of its like classic status or like what it did for the horror community and stuff and uh and movies in general but still not like it you know like that's that's legit Mm -hmm. so yeah um and then there was a part where Lori was running from the i guess like her friend's house or whatever Uh like she she came across their bodies and she Mm. um i guess that's when she first saw michael and so she flees from that house over to like some like a neighbor's house or something like that yeah I can't remember the, the sequence of events, but mm-hmm. um, she's like pounding on people's doors, trying to get let in, and it cuts back to the house, and there's, it's just like the light is on on the porch, mm-hmm. and then she's still running around. She runs to a different person's house, and then like it takes forever for Michael to like mm-hmm. even walk by the house to to come after yeah. her. Um, I don't know if he had to like go bust a piss real quick, and then because he still has to use the bathroom, he right? Go like, take it a brown ranger. In the back. (laughs) Yeah. um, I see that doesn't bother me as much. I I think that's a valid um, point. It's a valid complaint. Uh, I I don't know that it's necessarily a complaint. uh, It's just something that stood out to me. Sure. Okay. So, yeah. So, I I don't. Yeah. um, I don't have a whole lot of experience with like horror movies, like in general. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily a horror fan. Mm -hmm. Like, it, clearly, it doesn't it bo- doesn't bother me, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's just like I know there are people like Erie mm-hmm. International, Terror Table, mm-hmm. um, you know Kent Blue. They they are like fully in it. Yeah. I'm just kind of like a, a novice, you yeah, know, yeah, sure. just dip in here and there on on certain mm-hmm. things. Um, so I'm sure that there's a uh, certain aspects of this that uh, I'm just not picking up on or doesn't yeah. resonate with me. But mm-hmm. um, I mean, that's really all I have to go on. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah. I yeah. think that's good, though, because you'll bring a different point to it. It's the same way whenever I meet someone that hasn't seen Star Wars at all, and they see, you know, something yeah, new. Uh, or Star Trek? Yeah, Star Trek, Star mm-hmm. Wars, yep. same thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's always interesting to, to talk to someone when they see something so many years out of context, but it's been in pop culture everywhere, you know. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, like, for, for this movie, to me, it's um, it's the same kind of thing. I would maybe equate it to, like, I am not a slow zombie fan. I'm a fast zombie fan. I like, I like more of the modern zombie interpretation than the old ones because it seems like they're so slow. Like, they're literally dead, decrepit, you know, old, whatever, mm-hmm. like, slowly shuffling around. Like, how could you just not run away? Yeah. Um, and I, that always bothered me. For this, though, it, it's different. In, and it, again, it's because it's influenced all these things, but I'm going to pull, like, more modern movies into it. But it's um, Jason, for one. Like, he's also, like, a slow, stalking, you know, killer. Um, uh, it Follows is about, like, a, an unseen killer that is always following you around, but it's just walking towards you. That's it. Like, that's the entire premise of that movie. It's like there's always just something following you, and you'll never know when it stops. You're talking about Pennywise the Clown? Pennywise the Clown. Same mm-hmm. thing. Uh, it follows, right? Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I saw it in the future. It's not, it's not yeah. out yet. Uh, it's really good. Uh, but uh, he should just call it It Follows from now on and just uh-huh. talk with people. That'd be good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like a few years later, right? You the same movie. Um, mm-hmm. But it's like... I um, I like the I, I can I totally think that that's a valid point, but at the same time, maybe because I grew up with it and stuff, I forgive it. And I'm like, there's something so menacing about a a brute force that just will not stop following you, whether it's slow mm-hmm. or not. There's something still uh, uneasy about that. Um, I like in this movie in particular, and then they kind of do a scene like that in the 2018 as well. Uh, where they're like she's like knocking on doors and trying to get people to open the door and it's like people are like it's fucking Halloween this girl is just pranking us like nobody's gonna believe anything that mm-hmm. day like he could literally just stab kind of like trick or treat you know like he could just like bite her or stab her in the middle of the street and people <laughs> be like whatever it's fake yeah. blood you know mm-hmm. um, so I'm I'm down with all that stuff but I but I get your point too yeah so this is interesting this is like yeah like a big fan a classic fan and then like a new new person and see how you take on it but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm having a, I feel like I'm conflicted as to uh-huh. why this stands out to horror fans as being such a um, such a highly rated uh-huh. horror movie. Is it, it? Would you consider it to be the case that it's just the kind of the grandfather of that whole slasher genre? Is that? Yeah, I mean, it what has. You contribute that to? It has a lot of. Um, I'm trying to think of the word, but uh, a lot of standing, I guess, in the horror community because it was, like, the first slasher film. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's other things. I'm sure there's, like, other things out there that kind of led into that, but he's, like, the first, like, boogeyman, you know? Uh, the shape. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, it's just this idea, and uh, it's so simple, but it's what created all the stuff afterwards, you know? Like, it's, it spawns so many of those other characters and, like, this whole genre. And there's something about that for sure, um, there's definitely something just about how the movie is made. I mean, it was uh, like a small independent movie that John Carpenter did, but John Carpenter is mm-hmm. an amazing director, and it's it's partly the direction. Uh, I mean, the acting is is pretty cheesy. Um, the teenagers aren't aren't that great. I mean, even Jamie Lee Curtis, I love her. It was like her first movie. I think she's good, but like her friends and stuff are really annoying to me. Um, but that works for their characters because they die, and so I'm like, yeah, get out of here. <laughs> um, so it's it's fun. But um, the little kids, you know, Tommy, and I can't remember the little girl's name, Linda or something like that, um, uh, are okay, you know. But it's like it's mm-hmm. it's the whole like idea of it. It's like that no one had done this before, and they made it for so cheap, and 
Um, the score is brilliant. Um, it's so simple and menacing, but it was like one of the first electronic scores in movies or whatever. Um, like it was like innovative. Like everything about it was just so innovative. Um, and for some reason, I can get in that mind space, like from growing up with it or whatever, and then appreciating it when I was really in the movies as a teenager. Um, there's something about it that um, I really just gravitate towards, and I'm like, there's some. Mm-hmm. This movie is just brilliant. I don't know. I I can totally see that it's like boring or old-fashioned or whatever um after 40 years but to me this is this is it man this is this is the top you know no that's a valid point um i i feel like the the problem's likely just with me as in uh most things are yeah that makes sense i should have said that earlier that's what my family tells me uh it's probably your fault (laughs) fucking brown ranger piece of shit it's definitely your fault you didn't like this movie yeah you could have liked it just change your mind brent yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, it's great. Uh, uh, I love this movie. Uh, my favorite part is when uh, Jason Voorhees shows, oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I did it again. Uh, oh, God. Uh, Seth Meyers. Oh, God damn. Uh, <laughs> so this is he... Mike Myers. <laughs> Dude, I rewatched Baby Driver <laughs> oh, yeah. earlier this week. Awesome. Holy shit. Such a good movie. I've been meaning to again. It's so good. It's so inventive. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I mean, that's that's most of my thoughts on, okay. on this original Halloween movie. Uh-huh. You know, after watching this one, um, we watched this on Monday night, and then we had tickets for the new Halloween movie mm-hmm. on Wednesday night, and I was like, hmm. And I, I had really been looking forward to seeing that, that new one just because yeah. it's, you know, kind of caught fire in the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah. But um, it's doing so well. the, the, <laughs> the experience I had with the first movie kind of made me question the, the second one, and I was like, hmm. Maybe the Halloween franchise just isn't for me, uh, uh-huh. or yeah. maybe maybe just like slashers in general aren't, yeah. aren't for me. I, I don't know, um, but uh, yeah. So uh, that's pretty much all I have on the the first movie. Okay. Do you have any additional thoughts? Yeah, let me think. Um, I mean, I, I definitely want to mention the score because uh, that's mm-hmm. always big to me. So I, I talked about that, which is good. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think I, I hit most of my points. I just, I really like this movie. Um, there's something about it that has always had a special place to me. Um, I've watched it t- twice this year. I'll watch it for sure on Halloween night. I always watch it on Halloween night. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I, I guess I'll get more, I might see more stuff about this one. I, I, I know I will whenever we get into the next one, but I also do want to talk about the timelines and H2O a little bit. Um, and if you haven't, okay. if you don't know much about that, I'll, I won't spoil a ton of stuff for everybody. But um, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm kind of done with Halloween 78. Um, we can move on to the new one for sure. Okay. Um, well, spoilers for you. <laughs> After watching the, the this original movie and then this newest one, uh-huh. um, I don't think there's any reason for me to watch those other <laughs> Halloween movies. <laughs> so, uh, so interesting. And, and, and that's that's kind of the the thing I like about them doing this 2018 movie uh, as a not really a reboot, but a um, reboot quote. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what they call it. Is yeah. that for me? It was just a very short trip from A to B. Uh-huh, you yeah. know, it's like I, I I could watch two movies and I'm caught up on the continuity. <laughs> it really helps. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we'll we'll talk about the, okay. the first one. Or I'm sorry, not the first one. The uh, the the second movie. Uh, titled Halloween from <laughs> this year. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> it's hard to get in there. So wh- what was your uh, 
here at Let's Talk About Stuff, we always like to talk about our theater experiences. Oh, yes. Um, uh-huh. If you've never listened to the show before, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stephen has some uh, particular um, feelings about movie theaters. Yes. And, uh, and uh, he, he rules them with an iron fist. Absolutely. That's, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't put them with no shit, all right? <laughs> Keep your phone away. Don't talk in my movie. Yeah. Easy. It's so easy. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So uh, I knew we would talk about this. So I, you know, made note of of a few things. Um, you turn the brightness up on your your iPhone I, in the theater, the making notes. I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bring my iPad actually, uh, so it's bigger. Um, you, you stand up in the theater and like walk in between <laughs> yeah. the aisles. I like to get a, a sense of what other people are feeling, you know. So I like to just sit mm-hmm. next to random people and like. Mm-hmm put my arm against their arm just slightly and just like feel are they scared uh, <laughs> during the movie not me but this, the movie the movie you walk around with a uh, stethoscope but you never like plug it into your ears you just like, yeah. t- touch it to people <laughs> people are like what in the world is this guy doing <laughs> uh, I actually have a, a random story that reminds me of that fits in later with our pop culture combat uh, we had a thing at Alamo years ago I don't remember actually what horror movie it was it was something random something new um, Alamo Draft House yeah. where you Yes. Worked previously. Alan yeah. Um And mm-hmm. it was something big, though. Um, it might have been... Um, Godzilla. You're, you're, no. Yeah, it might have been Your Next, uh, which is a horror movie that came out a few years ago. Um, but mm-hmm. anyway, it had a lot of buzz. And the studio, in that movie, um, the characters all have animal face masks, like, uh, like a, a fox. They're all kind of creepy looking, like a fox or a raccoon and stuff. Yeah. And the studio sent a bunch mm-hmm. of them out, um, kind of like Scream 2. They like sent all the Scream masks out. So we give them to our fans and stuff, like the people that were there for the movie. And the theater was packed. It was our biggest theater. And this dude, uh, who's a, uh, a friend of Alamo, basically, uh, a fan and everything, would come in. He had a phenomenal Jason Voorhees costume uh, uh-huh. where he looked like everything was terrifying, like bald head, like, like everything, scars, uh, big hulking dude. And he carried like a fake machete with him uh, that looked really real, that was really good. And yep. he was super, super nice guy, huge dude. Um, when we took him around to take pictures of him because he's so good, and then we were we got the bright idea, you should go walk around the theater. <laughs> Everybody's in there. It'll terrify everybody. This will be hilarious. So a bunch like of us before the movie started or during during it? the movie, like literally in the middle <laughs> of this movie, <laughs> packed theater. <laughs> we just sent Jason Voorhees to go walk around and hulk around everybody. So he, we, we're all, like, lined up against the wall. We're watching him walk around, and he'll, he's so – he's Jason, you know, so he doesn't talk. He mm-hmm. just walks up, and he'll, he just lingers, and people start noticing him. And we start, we start noticing people in the audience, like, point to him and stuff, and, like, it starts, like, you know, like a wildfire, like, throughout the audience, and people mm-hmm. notice him. And we're sitting there, like, cracking up. Then all of a sudden, this woman comes up, like, angry, so angry, and she's mm-hmm. like, there's a guy up there terrorizing people. And we were like, cracking up. We were like, oh, we know. It's Jason. We sent him in. And she was like, it's terrifying. And we are like, oh. Oh, this is a bad idea. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> hey, come back. Come back. And then like, he just like, came back down the aisle and everything. But man, it was so good. I still like, I'm glad I did it. We did it. But uh, it was, I, afterwards, I was like, oh. We people's screenings of this movie. I'm going to get fired. Cool. 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 <laughs> Send a guy with a giant knife to go uh, harass our customers. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> wanted to throw that out there um, and leading into that story now I forgot kind of where, where I was that, that kind of led me there but I'm glad I said it um, 
the the theater experience for oh yeah Halloween that'll be 2018. It. So uh, yeah, uh, ours wasn't bad. It was pretty good. We went to Cinemark nearby that's that has reclining seats and all the good stuff. Uh, the only thing that I was upset about is um, I went online and bought my seats in the second row of like the the nicer section, the balcony section, whatever, not like mm-hmm. right up close. Um, and we were the only people on that row, and I bought them right in the center. And we yeah. we got there right when the movie started and got popcorn, so the previews would kind of go. So we got in the theater about 10 minutes late while the previews mm-hmm. are still on. And we walked to our seats, and there's two empty seats, and there are two couples on either side of us right next to us. Yeah. And so the entire rest of the row is empty, and there are six people <laughs> that do not know each other all sitting in a row. And I was like, this yeah. is what I don't like. This is the only like bad thing about reserved seating is that if you're, to me, in my head, you would leave a space, leave a seat there if you're going to you know, get the next two leave a space so that we're separated. But then if it's a busy movie, then that really sucks because then there's like individual seats everywhere. Uh, this one happened to not be busy. It was the first showing of the day. Um, so it annoyed me that I had to sit next to these people. But um, if I had just gone into the movie and not reserved them, then, then none of us would be sitting next to each other. We would have like automatically taken different spots away. Um, right. But for some reason, these people were all like, let's buy seats right here next to these people. And yeah. uh, so they were just in this big cluster. So that was kind of annoying to me. Uh, and the other, other thing is, uh, after we got out, Amanda said, the girl next to me either really has bad BO or she was farting the whole time. So, <laughs> so that's never a good sign. Hey, you know what? It could be both. <laughs> I didn't smell anything, so I'm happy. But uh, I'm sorry for my wife, for sure. Because that is, that is a smelly experience. It's not a good experience at a theater, that's for sure. Back to you, Brent. <laughs> Took a while to catch up, but uh, there we are. A smelly experience, so, that's all. Yeah. Um, we went to the um, the Warren over by my house. It's like a five-minute drive from my house. Uh-huh. And uh, we had a, a mostly fine theater experience. Um, there was like a, a decent smattering of people in there mm-hmm. for a for a Wednesday night. Um, and the the only kind of weird thing that happened was the row behind us as the, the movie, like before the the light show and all of that shit started mm-hmm. there was <laughs> this old guy and his wife that came down the aisle they were sitting in a, a semi-crowded row as well mm-hmm. and i hear this guy he's got his popcorn in his <laughs> hand and he loudly like not even like conversationally loud like up above that mm-hmm. even he's like hi how are you and he, he extends his hand out to the people he's going to be sitting next to. He's like, I always like to know who I'm sitting next to. My name's, you know, whatever it was. Yeah. And you could tell the people were like, what the fuck? Like, even I was like, oh, dear God, no. You see hand go no. over your shoulder. You're like, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, luckily that was the, the only time we ever yeah, heard weird. from him. But yeah. I was just dreading him talking loudly during the whole movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When people started off in the beginning and you just you're like, oh fuck, is this gonna keep going? Yeah. yeah. You never know. Yeah. yeah, that's never fun. But, um well yeah, I'm glad yeah. uh my movie was was good. Uh my movie experience, like the the presentation. Um mm-hmm. the only time the people next to us talked is one of them went to the bathroom and they came back and the other person told them what happened and that wasn't a big deal. Um everybody else yeah. was pretty respectful. So he didn't talk the rest of the time, this guy though, for you. No, no, huh. Cool. No, yeah. it was a it was a good experience otherwise. Cool. Um yeah. yeah, I'm glad you mentioned the theater experience, too, though. Um, I did want to mention some trailers that I saw uh, for two <sighs> specific reasons. Yes, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. 
I didn't see all of them because we did walk in late, but uh, we walked into the glass trailer first. Uh, yes. Right. Holy shit. I haven't seen that trailer before. No. Okay. It's new, but I felt like it showed a lot. Like I was sold on this movie and they, mm-hmm. they showed a lot more like plot line about like what's going to happen, how they're going to escape and like what the point how is. How they interact. And yeah. I, yeah, how they interact. And I was like, I don't need any of this stuff. And so, like, halfway through, I just looked down at the chair in front of me, and I just tried to, like, black it all out and be like, I don't really rem- want to remember. Um, but I, I told Amanda the only thing I can think is that it showed a lot, but it's a Shyamalan movie, and there's got to be, like, a twist or, like, more to it. And so maybe mm-hmm. this is really not the whole plot, but damn, it, it showed too much to me. That's all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I, I think it gave more of the, the story. Like, I've seen Unbreakable. I don't know if Brandy has or not. Um... I've not seen Split, but okay. I, I intend to yeah. rewatch the the first and finally watch the second one uh, before this movie comes yeah. out. But man, it looks so so good it to does. me. It does, yeah, it looks like, great. Like I, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of glad they gave a a plot. Okay. Um. To this movie, because I, I I wasn't quite sure if it was just going to be something that's just set in the asylum the whole time mm-hmm. or, or exactly what the situation was but I actually didn't didn't mind that okay. I was you know in to begin with you gotta show me Sam Jackson and know that I'm in yeah yeah, yeah yeah that, that's all I need yeah you know pretty much man yeah, uh, yeah. well that's cool yeah it's mm-hmm. not that I yeah I thought the trailer was good and uh, I just was like man I don't I don't need any more of this like if I had not gone to the theater uh, which mm-hmm. I don't very often anymore so I don't get like essentially forced to watch a lot of trailers anymore and yeah. um, so I only watch the ones that I want online, and I, I like the first ones, the so-called teasers, uh, that are like two minutes long. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but I like those. Like I like the first uh, glass trailer. It was great for like just a sense of what it was. Um, yeah. And I was down for it without even watching that trailer, you know. Um, so this mm-hmm. one to me was just a little too much, but, uh, but that's cool. Yeah, I'm glad it like seemed to make you a little more excited even, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I know... You probably got another trailer. Yep, this is the big one that ruined another <laughs> movie. I'm so mad, Brent. I was so furious so that they mad. would even do that. Like, what is the point of it? But uh, I take it we both saw the uh-huh. uh, sequel trailer to Happy Death Day. Yep. Uh, was it Happy Death Day to you? To you, yep. Yeah, and they put the they put a, a massive spoiler from the first movie yeah. in the trailer for the second. I don't understand the the point of that. Oh like God, it doesn't so have an impact on the nope. the trailer itself. Um, and yeah. I, let's let's not say it here just in case sure. people haven't haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, they but I, they literally tell who the killer is. Yes. And they don't just tell. They literally show the last scenes of Happy Death Day. Yeah. In this trait in the first trailer. Yeah. For Happy Death Day to you, I was mm-hmm. so upset. I've been waiting yes. for that movie for a goddamn year. So mad. <laughs> yeah. Man, that's, yeah. that's so frustrating. I'm, I knew, um, I'm glad you knew exactly what I was talking about, though. Yeah, Yeah, because I, I was saving that for, for this, because I was like, okay. man, I hope Steven didn't get this trailer. But as soon as you mentioned, uh, I knew I knew what it was. But um, that said, I think that the second trailer, spoiler aside, mm-hmm. uh, I think it looks good. No, um, yeah, that, just that, the first That one. actress, mm-hmm. I like her a lot. She, uh, she seems very um, seems very annoyed. Uh-huh. But also, um, she's <laughs> she kind of reminds me of uh, 
uh, Murtaugh from Lethal Weapon. You know, <laughs> just, too old for this Just shit. exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the only thing I could say of why they why they did anything, I don't know why they gave such a big spoiler and showed all that stuff, but uh, in the Happy Death Day to You trailer, it's like she obviously broke out of the cycle that she was in, the Groundhog Day-like cycle of the first movie. Every 28 days. She, yep. Go ahead. Right? Is that what you were talking about? Not the same. Oh, okay. Sorry. I misunderstood. <laughs> but she, uh, she's gotten past that. And in the sequel, it's like, obviously, like she's going to go through it again or whatever. Um, and then it shows, though, that not just another day, she's going to go back through that same day. So clearly, whether you've seen the movie or not, if you think that it followed typical horror guidelines and that you know it had a, a beginning, middle, and end, and she found the killer and solved her problems, that if she goes back to it, the easiest thing would be like go find that killer. So it's like maybe they were their thinking in the trailer was like that would be the first question of anybody's mind. Like just go do what you did the first movie, you know, like finish yeah. it off. That's the only reason I could think that they would spoil something that this trailer like needs the same storyline basically as the first movie. But I don't mm. know why they made that decision. I just don't get it. It doesn't it doesn't really make sense to me. It's just the best way I can explain it. Um, yeah. But the new one does look as good as I thought the first one did. I mean, mm-hmm. that's that's cool. Uh, just so I can't exciting. wait till the third one's about to come out. Then I can uh, <laughs> wait to watch that trailer and, and have this one spoiled for me. It'll be good. Look, maybe it's on us for not watching the movie as soon as it came out. Apparently, <laughs> you know? right? God. Yeah. It's like a year or, or not. That's all you guys got. Go for it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Thanks. Such a, such a weird concept to like yeah. spoil a previous movie for Plus, people who haven't seen it. They took it off. Um, I think it's... You might be able to rent it now, but it's like it's not on any streaming services. Like I looked for Halloween, I was so excited to to do it, and I thought I had to like buy it. And I was I was like I don't want to just buy a movie not knowing if I'm gonna like it or not, and yeah. it might, might end up stupid, you know. But it's like they did that right before October or like in September, so that's probably when I first looked. And um, and it's like they made it more unavailable, and then released this trailer out of nowhere and spoiled it. So right now it looks like it's streaming on. Cinemax Go or Max oh, Go. Oh, yeah. Um, Which is a, yeah. a not standalone streaming service because I looked into that. They have a TV show uh, that I want to watch um, from J.K. Rowling. And uh, it's uh, you have to have cable and you have to have Cinemax. And then you get the Cinemax app if you want to watch it. So there's no way to just get it. So there's literally no way to buy that unless I want to get cable or buy the movie. And it's like... Give me better options for one. That's a whole different conversation. But then also, like, don't release the trailer and ruin it when I can't even really watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, know. You know, like, I'm trying. I want... That's the one movie I was really looking forward to for this October. And then when I got mm-hmm. here, I can't even watch yeah. it, so... Yeah. Well... Very I upset. Mean, you, you saved a little bit of money if you were uh, trying to figure <laughs> out what so. the killer was. So. <laughs> I guess so. It makes me, like, not want to watch it as much anymore, which sucks. I mean, I still will, but, like, I'm not yeah. nearly as excited. I'm like, well, I already know, so whatever. Yeah, I know. And it's not one of those things where where maybe you'll forget who the killer is by the time you watch the movie because it's something that's going to annoy you enough that it's going to stick in your mind. (laughs) (laughs) What a good way to put that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. (sighs) Anyway, so Halloween 2018. Yeah. Um, What... I I, I take it that you were looking forward to this movie, right? Super looking forward to it. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. All right. And how did you feel walking out of this movie I felt great um Amanda didn't my wife didn't like it as much as I did but um 
I liked it a whole lot. She is a... We were both really, really big fans of H2O. They came out um, right when we were like a great teenage age um, and really stuck with us. And I still really like that one a lot. We actually watched it when we got back yesterday. We watched it last night um, mm-hmm. after watching the new Halloween. But um, she, Amanda loves that movie so much. Um, so she, like, that's like... She was like... Uh, when you said like Halloween, like she likes Halloween, the first movie, but... Um, her go-to of that series to watch at this time of year is H2O. Like we watched that three or four times already, probably this year. So mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's a good one. Um, but I liked I liked it a lot. Um, I'm curious. So when did you watch the first Halloween, and when did you did you say it was the next day that you watched? The so new we one? watched the original on Monday, and then the sequel, the new sequel uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday. So okay. we had a, so right a day yeah. buffer in there. Okay, yeah. we're pretty close. So. Leading up to it, and this, and knowing we were going to talk about these, um, what did you? Were you excited about the series at all? Like watching the first one? Like, did you have any expectations going into that? Are, are you talking about it as far as the the twenty eighteen for for remake? both of them? Like leading or, up to this, yeah. like uh, what I'm saying, I guess, is that that buffer between the when you when you did not like the first movie, mm-hmm. did that kind of like detract from looking forward to the new one? And were you excited about it beforehand, or were you excited about both of them before you saw them? I, w- I was looking forward to the first one, uh, mm-hmm. just because I'd never seen it, and yeah. it's you know so highly regarded. Um, and then I was uh, you know let down by it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I was going to commit to seeing the <laughs> the newest one because yeah. we talked about it on the podcast. Um, and again, it's called follow through. You yeah. know, oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> so um, I I was still kind of looking forward to it just because you know it's a more modern movie with different. Um, I mean, just like the trailer mm-hmm. just makes it look so good. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of regardless of uh, how I felt about the the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, after we watched the first movie, we pulled up the trailer and uh, watched the uh, the trailer for the newest one. Uh-huh. And I was like, "Damn it, this movie still looks good." Yeah. <laughs> so, so my my um my feelings on it were were tempered okay. a bit. Uh, I wasn't but, maybe as excited, but mm. I was still looking forward to seeing it. Okay. Um, yeah, that's kind of my, my general thought on that. And then leaving the theater? Mm-hmm. What would you think? I, I was like, hmm, it's time to go home. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so, well, let's, let's, let's start with you. Did you enjoy this movie? Yes. You did, okay. Do I elaborate? Sure. Okay. I didn't know if you were going back. I didn't know if you were just asking me, and you're like, because I didn't, uh, which is which is fair enough. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Amanda and I both agreed that um, we want to watch it again. I think I need another viewing to kind of cement mm-hmm. it. It's one of those um, you don't know where the plot's going to go, and so that's part of it. And I was I loved the vibe of the movie, um, the way it was made, like all the stuff. And then once I got the plot out of the way after the end of the movie, I was I, I kind of want to go re- reevaluate that now. Um, Amanda said she definitely needs another viewing to see how she feels about it, but I know already, like, I'm down with this. This is going to be, am I, you know, I'm going to buy this when it comes out. It's a regular rotation type of thing. Um, okay. I liked it a lot, so. Mm, I just, okay. I know I'll, I'll want to, uh, um, I'm trying to think of the word, experience it more, like, watch it more, and then, like, break it down mm. and stuff. I'm going to want to, like, you know, get get really into the nitty-gritty of it, uh, like I do with the rest of them, so, yeah. Sure, sure. Really know. sure. Hmm. Okay. All right. And you? Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, when we were talking about the first one, 
I was thinking, you know what, maybe the Halloween franchise isn't for me, which oh. is fine. You know, not every franchise is for every sure. person. Um, so we went to go see this uh, second movie, and uh, I thought it was great. Oh. I had a blast watching oh. this movie. You I liked it so much me. better. <laughs> you shamal on me. I did. What a twist. Yeah. Also, I'm brown. <laughs> I really didn't know we were going. I, I thought, like, maybe th- this really just isn't his thing, and, like, he just doesn't dig it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that's fine, but uh, that's kind of what I was thinking as you're leaning into that. But, but then again, maybe it's, um, like, maybe you the more modern version of it, uh, which this movie Mm -hmm. rehashed a lot of the plot of Halloween, uh, 78. Um, So I was like, maybe a newer, modern take on that would be good. But then you were, you were tricking me, man. I really thought you were like, nah, I didn't care for it. (laughs) No, I like this one a lot. Um, The, I thought it just had a better pace to it. Um, I liked all of the characters Uh uh, in this movie. Uh, There's one character in particular that both Brandy and I just, fucking adored little kid but yes yes that little kid is fucking <laughs> it's awesome <so> funny <laughs> jabril nantambu uh-huh. that's his name that kid's nailed amazing it. yeah yep yeah i nailed it yeah absolutely <laughs> um yeah go for it yeah uh but man it just uh the i thought it had a, a good pace to it uh-huh. um there was actual like blood and uh yeah. and killing in this um there, and it was just Some like so so vicious yeah um it, it really Made made Michael Myers seem like a an imposing like villain uh-huh. in this movie. He's just like so um, so aggressively violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I mean, like he's but also to be very, creative. Also, <laughs> very creative. Also, very creative killer. Absolutely. Which happens later in the movie. Yeah, he does some really cool mm-hmm. things. I'll, yeah. So this is. Are we doing like a non-spoiler talk right now for this one? Uh, if you want to, maybe just like I'll go a, with whatever. A few more minutes, and then we'll uh, sure. We'll get into that, but um, yeah, because there's there's some really cool stuff. Um, I uh, I guess I, I want to get out if there's anything else before we get into spoilers, because it's mostly what I have to talk about and everything. But yeah. um, I'm glad that you like this one a lot more. I, I definitely think that um, this one in, in, in my head, and I, I saw a review that mentioned the same thing, but uh, right when we got in the car, I was like, this is like The Force Awakens is to Star Wars, um, where it's um, a reboot... A reboot cool right like where they have it's set in the same world jamie lee curtis is in there but she's like a grandmother now but essentially mm-hmm. they hit the same story beats like force awakens hits a lot of the same story beats as uh, a new hope uh, the first star yeah. wars movie where it's like ray instead of luke but she's on a desert planet and she's you know like all, all these same things but it's it's like a a new story with new characters that are very good and like very modern very cool very good movie but the story is like a little rehashed. There's some twists in it. There's some different things. But um, but I was a big fan of Force Awakens for that. Like I wanted that nostalgic feeling. I wanted to feel like I was back in that world. And I thought yeah. that this did a good job of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I love the Force Awakens, you know, versus Star Wars, the first one. I think I like the 2018 Halloween. You know, against the original. Um, it's like it's way up there it's not quite as good to me because there's something about that original but um i think they did a really good job of kind of doing a balance of let's get the old fans and do some fan service stuff but let's get new people in and do a modern horror movie that actually is you know good for modern audiences and i think they do a really good job of balancing that so i really dug it that way you know being a fan of both you know for sure Mm -hmm. yeah well that's good that's good yeah i like the uh um I just like the aesthetic of this movie mm-hmm. overall. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> and uh, Brandy made a, a good point after the fact. She was like, the only like boobs in this movie were the flashback boobs. Oh. <laughs> at, the, at the beginning, I was like, oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That that's was funny. that was another thing is like when I was watching the original, is like the nudity at the beginning of the movie caught me off guard. Uh-huh. I was like, oh yeah, like I don't I don't watch horror regularly enough where I'm like, oh, of course the there's going to be nudity in that, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, um, which is weird. Like mm-hmm. you're just sitting there with your with your chichis hanging out, you yeah. know, combing your hair or whatever, <laughs> waiting for your little brother to, to walk around the corner. Um, can I can but, I talk about uh, too? Yeah. We, we didn't mention this in the original Halloween, but that's one of my favorite mm-hmm. parts. Is that it's a one shot, as far as I remember, it's one shot where it shows it's like the camera as Michael as he's like creeping around the house and stuff, yeah. and you you see the teenagers down in the living room, and they're like, let's go up to your bedroom, and they go up there, and the kids just like walking around looking in the windows. And then the teenager, the teenage boy walks down the stairs, like, really fast. Like, it took him, like, a minute <laughs> yeah, to literally get his clothes off, have sex with this girl, put his clothes back on, and be walking away. And he's I like, know, yeah, so, I'll call, yeah. It's like, man, that's such a long time, right? <laughs> is that what you were saying? I'm saying that that one shot is really impressive because it's so long. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's like, they, they do that, and then uh, she's just kind of hanging out naked, basically. Yeah. Uh, combing her hair afterwards like i mm-hmm. guess girls do i don't know <laughs> i don't i've never seen it in real life but i've seen it in this movie and that makes me think it's real hair so, yeah <laughs> I, I, I am bald <laughs> hair exists <laughs> i don't like it i don't get it i don't understand <laughs> um yeah so uh should we jump yeah. over into yeah. spoilers then you think Let's do it okay so we will now jump into spoilers and uh, discuss this newest Halloween movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, there are people that die in this movie. There's a lot of people that die in this movie, man. <laughs> yeah. There's a ton of people. I was listening to the Terror Table episode regarding this movie, mm-hmm. and um, they were saying because again, I've not seen any of the other Halloween movies. Yeah, uh, these are the only two I've seen. But I guess there are a lot of references from the other Halloween movies in this one mm. like how he gets the the overalls mm. is oh, like from the yeah. the guy mm. at the uh coveralls mm-hmm. i'm sorry my god I'm just, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying that like michael myers in overalls would be a lot different image and it'd be really funny <laughs> <laughs> i always get those confused I yeah <laughs> he's, he's a farmer <laughs> same mask yes this still has a mask on you know no shirt he's got a just brand overalls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, he, uh, yeah, I guess there's something from a, a previous movie about him mm-hmm. getting the, the overalls from a garage or something. Yeah. Like like a me- yeah. Like a mechanics truck or whatever, I think. Yeah. Or mechanic. Yeah. So like did that. you pick up on all of those? Not all of them. Uh, I'm curious to go back and see some of the Easter eggs. Cause I was reading online about the, uh, filmmakers who wrote and directed this and all that stuff, um, had, um, Basically, they when they were writing it, I guess the initial idea was they were going to keep the timeline of Halloween and Halloween 2 and mm-hmm. then go into this one because some, some stuff happens in Halloween 2. And then they decided to retcon all of the rest of them, all the other sequels. Um, and so they wanted to give them a, a little bit of, uh, of an homage. So they would put in different scenes or like something for, from each movie, essentially. Yeah. in this one but I don't know all of them um, the only one that I recognized outright because uh, I thought it was really interesting that they did it um, 
was the scene with the, the podcasters um, who were trying to interview uh, Michael Myers. <laughs> you know, Myers. I was offended watching this movie. I was like, hey, this, this fucking movie hates podcasters. And then I was like, oh, yeah, they're probably right. <laughs> we're all that's into a fair D-bags. point yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I did want to say about the podcasters though that I, I, we don't interview a lot of people on the show Brent but we've had a few guests on here and I don't think yeah. that we hold masks out at them and scream at them enough I think we need to do that more in our podcast yeah that sounds good we'll, we'll do that next time okay cool next time our wives are on <laughs> don't tell them they don't listen no. to the show anymore so it's all good no. they won't Why would know they? what's happening <laughs> yeah. we'll scream at their faces mm-hmm. um, uh, that seems weird to me but uh but anyway, uh, they're in um, like a, a gas station bathroom, and they get attacked mm-hmm. by Michael. And that scene is out of H2O. There's a scene just like that where a woman and her daughter are going to the bathroom and get attacked by Michael. Uh, but this one is a lot more gruesome. And, uh, and I thought it was interesting, though, because I was like, that's, that's, they didn't need to do that scene brand new, and they didn't, they're not referencing the old movie. They're referencing H2O. And so that was like a big one. It's obviously like a huge set piece, you know, killer. Like he, people are going to die in this one. Um, but I know there's a lot more Easter eggs that I missed out there that would be really fun to, to kind of revisit as well. I think the lesson learned from that scene is that you don't put your podcast up behind a paywall. I think that's, <laughs> that's we're all taking away from it. Sounds like a plan because, uh, yeah, it doesn't work out. Michael wanted that podcast for free, you know. <laughs> he doesn't have a credit card to put uh, on Patreon or whatever, you know. <laughs> Stitch a premium. You know, uh, we are. You're saying this though, even though we are announcing we are going behind a paywall, right? Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. This episode. <laughs> I thought about that earlier. Uh, randomly, I was like, if we did that, we would just literally have no no listeners. Like nobody's gonna pay for this. Uh, Not even us. Yeah. For, yeah, I know it. Right? We, we're already paying enough. Uh, for free, it's yeah. it's it's okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah, never. I won't say never, because we're hoping to get really big someday. We mm-hmm. won't, but uh, uh, but someday, fifteen dollars an episode, baby, right here, <laughs> gold <laughs> per episode. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm dreaming big, baby. Dreaming big. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Uh, what about the uh, the part where he's holding out the mask, mm-hmm. outstretched to Michael Myers? Uh, by the way, his arm is within that, like... Oh, I know. That squared, uh, like, taped-off line yeah. or whatever. That's kind of weird, right? Oh, I Like, was, it seems like yeah. you shouldn't have any body part beyond that that <laughs> square. But he's holding the mask out there. I know. They were like, do not go into that square. And he's like, I'll walk right mm-hmm. up to it and stick my arm in. I kept waiting. Yeah. I was like, is Michael going to rip his arm off? Like, he could probably get there really quickly. And like yeah. do some damage, and then nothing happens. It's mm-hmm. very uh, tense, but then nothing happens. Yeah, I was very, I, I was not a fan of him doing that. I was like, get your arm mm-hmm. inside the line, man. <laughs> yeah. It's a fucking murderer. Keep your arm inside the bus and don't put it near Michael Myers. Then, Everybody knows this. It's a simple rule. Yeah, um, but all the other inmates start freaking out, um, and I guess the insinuation is that the mask holds some type of power, mm-hmm. or is is that what you were picking up from it? That's what I was picking up from it, from that scene. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yep. Is, is Michael Myers, is he supernatural in any way? I thought he was just like a, this is a killer a, guy. This is a good time to, to dive into this a little bit. So, okay. um, and I, I will fully say that I'm a big Halloween fan, but I, I'm a, a Halloween fan of the timeline that I have accepted. Okay. Um, so I have seen some of the other sequels. I haven't seen all of them, but I, 
there's a huge storyline out there that I do not care for, where he it is much more supernatural. Uh, but essentially, what the idea was is, and the first one is, it's kind of the boogeyman, where the he's a person, he's real, he's he's like a mentally deranged killer. Um, but there's something about him, like he he keeps getting up, you know, like no matter what she does to him, stabbing him in the eye with a hanger, um, like shooting him, knocking him off a building, like like a house, whatever, like all these things, like he always gets up, you know. Um, yeah. So there's always like a little bit of a supernatural thing to him, um, where it's it's still like at least the uncertainty of like how do you kill him, like what happens, but. Um, and he, he always comes back, but it's not as a, as gratuitous, I think, as Jason, where it's like really ridiculous stuff happens and he still comes back in whatever really convoluted ways. Uh, so timeline-wise, though, um, I guess four, uh, four through six, the sequels, um, they go into this thing where it's like 10 years later and Laurie Strode has died in a car accident, but she had had a child. Um, who's like a, a 10-year-old girl or whatever now, or, or something, nine-year-old girl. And mm-hmm. now Michael has heard about her, and so he's going after his niece. Um, and then... Oh, because they're related, right? Yeah, it's always, it's, yeah. It's always about like... In, in Halloween 2, Halloween 2, um, to make this even more convoluted, Halloween mm-hmm. 2 takes place the same night as the first Halloween movie does. So Halloween... Oh ends with Michael Myers being shot off that off the roof or what you know off that balcony um, he lands on the ground and then he's gone um, Halloween 2 takes place like right afterwards uh, that same night at the hospital um, that Lori gets taken to but Michael is still out in the world so Michael just comes to the hospital and starts wreaking havoc there but it's it's essentially like Halloween and Halloween 2 are essentially one story like they take place in the exact same night so um, hmm, if you use okay. that and like what happened in that one, there's there's some things, and that's the that's the timeline of Halloween one, Halloween two, and then H two O. So in that one, um, they like they negate all the other sequels, but in the other ones that I'm talking about, four through six, they um, they do this weird thing where it's like Laurie Strode died in a car wreck. Um, she had had a daughter. Michael was after her because we learned in the sequel that that she is Michael's uh, sister. That essentially, it wasn't just his sister Judith that he murdered, the teenager in the first movie, but there was a, an unseen baby around, that he had a baby sister, and that his their parents died in a car wreck, and that she was given up for adoption and adopted by the Strode family. So that's how the lore was built, that it's all about his siblings or his family or whatever. It's, it's Halloween yeah. too. There's nothing in Halloween about that. So they make a joke about that in Halloween 2018, where when the new granddaughter is walking with her friends, her friend is like, oh, I thought it was her brother. And she's like, no, people just made that up, right? They kind of negate that stuff. Um, and it's because the sequels got so stupid. Um, they had um, her daughter and stuff, but then they get into this thing, and I don't know much about it, uh, and I won't pretend to because it's stupid. But essentially there's a cult, and it's called like the, the something of Thorn, the Cult of Thorn. Something like that. There's like a symbol involved, but essentially it's like they are utilizing Michael to like carry out the wishes of the devil, I guess, or Thorn is like this like demon or something like that. And Mm -hmm. that he is like supernaturally endowed by evil to wreak havoc in the world. So there's like a secret society that shows up in the middle of these sequels that's like helping Michael. And that's why he's like supernatural. 
So oh, okay. a really long-winded answer to your question is, he's not really, not in my version, he is just sort of boogeyman-ish, if you could say it, you know, that he mm-hmm. is something is otherworldly about him. There's something evil driving him that's like, he's more than a human, but not a god, not a demon, whatever. Uh, but yeah. some of the sequels do attempt to go there, which is really stupid. So I've okay. never been a fan of that. Some people are. Never been my thing, though. I like the straightforward, just a dude in a mask fucking killing people, you know? So this isn't the first time that they've reset the continuity of Halloween? No, because they did... It was like one, two, and then three is a complete departure. It goes into this whole other story. Because um, essentially they were planning on doing like an anthology movie series where each movie would be take place on Halloween but it would be a different story. So they're always just like, mm-hmm. it was more like trick or treat, right? Like it's an anthology, yeah. but set across multiple movies. Um, and they wouldn't be connected as far as I knew, just like, you know, just an anthology. But um, they did that and it was not well received. And, and then in four, they brought back Michael Myers and they did this weird stuff. And then they, um, I think uh, seven, yeah, seven is H2O. So when H2O came out, they were like four through six got really weird. Let's negate all those. Let's just, chop it back and say she was attacked as a teenager she went to the hospital for halloween 2 did some stuff um she she faked her death in a car accident sort of an homage to part four where they were like she actually did die in a car accident uh Mm -hmm. in this version she faked it she changed her name to carrie tate she became a teacher uh, at a private school um somewhere and so that's how she's like hiding out in h2o and then in this one, they negated everything but the first one. Uh, and then also on the sideline, there's a spinoff sort of thing where Rob Zombie did Halloween and then Halloween 2 in like 2007 and 2009. So there's also those out mm-hmm. there. So that was like, there was like Halloween H2O, Resurrection was 8. 9 and 10 are Rob Zombie's reboots that didn't do very well either, I don't think. And then now they mm-hmm. rebooted it, like, you know, Reboot Cool or whatever again. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the fourth timeline of <laughs> this series. Holy uh, shit. So it is very convoluted, like X-Men, like I was saying. But um, yeah. But it's cool. So it's like the one that I've always done is 1, 2, H2O. And I like that version. It's kind of a trilogy. And then now I get another version where it's just like 1 and then the 2018 version, which is cool. So, What if they did a thing where all of the like four different Michael Myers have to team up mm. <laughs> to, to save the timeline? It's like a uh, Days of Future Past type thing. <laughs> There's no dialogue. No dialogue, They just no. get in a room and stare at each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder if they would start fighting. Like, just naturally. They'd just be like, enemy, I don't know. Yeah, that'd be weird. Like, imposter. And there's like four Michael Myers just like hacking at each other and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that movie. They're just kind of movie. like almost standing in a square. Yeah. Just like stabbing <laughs> each other in the shoulder and shit. <laughs> it's very simple. Like each, it's like they're all like to the next guy, like, you stab my left shoulder while I stab his right shoulder, or his left shoulder yeah. with my right hand. We'll yeah. do it in a circle. It'll be good. Yeah, um, it'll be fine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't mind this one as much as, like, X-Men, because X-Men is pretending that it all works, mm-hmm. and that you should just go with it, and they'll put a movie out, like, two years later and be like, go with it, and they change everything, and, like, nothing yeah. makes sense. Um and they even like refilm entire backgrounds of characters like the first time you see them and they're like they weren't even here in the 80s what are you talking about Um, so it doesn't make sense this one at least is like you can really just I I just don't think about those other movies 
Um, you can just pick and choose which ones. Yeah, are you really do. Like just ignore it. Um, the, yeah. the, literally, the only thing that is good about um, the sequels, I think it's in part five or six. Paul Rudd shows up. It was one of his first movies, and uh, and he's not anything special in it necessarily. But it's just like it's Paul Rudd. It's kind of funny to see him in like a, a weird Halloween sequel that was shitty. Uh, but other than that, they have like no redeeming qualities to me at all. So. But he's still playing Mike from Friends, right? He is. Yeah. He does that keyboard thing. Yeah. <laughs> with, with no keyboard, he's really good at it. Um, yeah. There's a, a an extensive ping pong sequence. Yeah. <laughs> it's really big. Um, he's, he's like, very oh yeah, I'm awesome. With Michael. Yeah. Michael's really good at ping pong. Yeah. He, he just uses his uh, machete or whatever, right? He spent a lot of time in that sanatorium or, just playing ping pong. Wait, he has a kitchen a butcher knife. knife, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, machetes, yeah, Jason. Sorry. Big knife. That's way off. It's big knife, though. That's the thing. That's all it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was a scene in this movie where both my wife and I, and I think most of the audience, all kind of like set forward in their seats and were like dreading yeah. a, a particular death. I'm so glad that it didn't happen, but man, mm. it was it's very intense. Um, mm-hmm. There was a scene where he was walking around the uh, the house of the... Um, it was like some, some house that he like killed somebody in. There was yep. a, a baby crib in, oh, in a living room God. scene. Yeah. And I was just, and he started walking towards the baby yeah. and you could hear like the baby crying, get louder and louder. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. This, I was like, they won't do that. Right. They won't do that. I, I don't know because yeah. earlier in the movie, he snapped the neck of a child. I know. So I, know. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Which I also didn't expect. That but, one I didn't uh, expect. Yeah. Yeah. Michael came across it and uh, just turned and walked away. I was like, man, yeah. that was a, that was a relief. I, I wondered about that, too, because when he, he was walking up, you know, yeah, you feel that sense of dread. Mm-hmm. And I think Amanda next to me was like, like, oh, no, oh, no, or something like that. <laughs> you know, like, you all feel it. Um, and he turned away. But I was wondering at that moment, like, what does he even think of that? Does he even, like, recognize that as a yeah. baby, as a person? Like, does he recognize people as people? Like, or is there any animals in his mind? Like, what is it that gets him here, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was wondering, like, why wouldn't he, though, as well? Like, it sounds terrible, um, and I, I'm glad that they did it the way they did it, but I was wondering, like, what is the motivation of Michael? Like, why would he, or why would he not kill a baby? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't fucking care. Um, but we all are like, that's what's worse than an adult. You know, like, don't go just, like, walk into a crib and, like, stab a baby. Ugh. Maybe it's like in the uh, the movie 21 Jump Street, where uh, <laughs> they're both of the, uh, the uh, was it Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum's characters, they're both like high on whatever that, that drug is and they <laughs> yeah, see yeah. Rob Riggle's character and it's just like a melting ice cream cone. Uh, Maybe that's how Michael Myers yeah, sees people. Okay. Yeah. He's like, man, all this shit is weird. He just starts stabbing people. <laughs> but then he comes across the baby. He's like, oh, it's a baby. I'm Okay, oh, okay. I'll just leave the, leave the baby alone. Maybe Their parents baby. are probably going to be back soon. I want to make sure it's so safe. Funny. I think that might work. Maybe he's on drugs. But look, I think, I think for that baby scene, I think mm-hmm. We got out of the movie the the best case scenario because mm. you still have that sense of dread yeah. leading up to it, and then you know actually killing you know a baby like that is just gonna be like, yeah, it's just just gonna be gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Too know? much. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of so, death in this movie already, man. You don't need that. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> like the uh, the broken jaw of that guy at the oh, uh, the garage, yeah. dude. Amanda was, was like, oh, my God. Because <laughs> it was so, like, jarring. It was. It was, yeah. uh, that was intense. Like, yeah. we, I hadn't seen anything like that in the Halloween franchise yeah. up to that point. So, sure, yeah, yeah, that was a, uh, that was, it was pretty intense. I, I uh, 
Yeah, since we're talking about deaths, um, that was cool because you, the guy is trying to check it out, and you only see like a little bit of blood under that. The guy's face is like laying on the desk, and then you, yeah. the camera pulls uh-huh. around, and you see that like you're like, oh, he'll be like stabbed or whatever, but it's like no, his jaw yeah. is like ripped from his face. Terrifying, <laughs> right? Um, yeah. The uh, the the podcasters in the bathroom. Uh, mm-hmm. when he's getting that guy and he starts he's like oh I'll just use his face to knock this door down and they like <laughs> really brutally like shove his face in that like that was really brutal yeah. um, a lot of that stuff was really it's not only like the sense of dread that they really nailed with this movie but the sense of gore um, inventiveness like you're saying the creativeness um, mm-hmm. that fucking cop head with the flashlight in it <laughs> <laughs> he has the pumpkin yeah. yes. dude that shit was insane yeah. I like that he took the time to like scoop out the, the, scoop it out. the contents of his head you know they, they, there's a deleted scene with him just like whistling on the side of the road with a spoon just like <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't talk but he can whistle yeah. makes the time um, pass <laughs> uh, but yeah it's uh, they did a lot of Really, and they did a lot of them too. There was one either trailer or clip that I had seen. Um, that I'm glad they didn't ruin it for me because I was trying to stay away from a lot of stuff. But, um, I think this movie, like you were saying with the pacing, there's so many more people that that get killed. Like, there's only like five people that die in Halloween. Um, it's a relatively Mm, short or small body count. Um, but for the time, you know, it didn't Mm. body count wasn't like a thing, you know, they didn't really talk about that. Um, but now he's so unrelenting. Um, yeah, and there's that scene where like that woman is in the, her backyard by her garage, and she walks inside, and it's just like it just follows him, and he just like walks in and grabs a hammer, and just yeah. like walks around <laughs> her house, and then like the way that they filmed that, where she's so oblivious, mm-hmm. and then right after that, he does it to another woman. He just like starts yeah. walking into houses, and it's like it's so scary to think that all these people on Halloween, there's like so many people around, everybody's in mask, you don't know who anybody is, you're opening your door to strangers, like there's some weird creepiness to all of that even though we think it's all fun um and the fact that someone could just walk in your house and kill you and he yeah. does it and it's so brutal in its simplicity and i loved that stuff in this movie it was so creepy it's the only time he walks around quiet though it's like yeah. <laughs> he's walking to people's houses otherwise when he walks in that bathroom it's just stomp stomp yeah. stomp yeah <laughs> that's true he didn't care he's like i'm about to get big old dump stomp yeah. right in here i don't care Oh, there's a person here? Murder. He's like a fucking elephant wearing galoshes. Yeah. Walking in that bathroom. You know? He has uh, pretty heavy feet there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I... I again, I, I would mention that... Um, so you you have not seen H2O? You only Have you only seen like a little bit on TV that you've mentioned? Yeah, I, that, that must have been it. Uh, I mean... Yeah. I think there was a, a scene that takes place at like a toll booth or something like that. Maybe it was the, the wrong... Halloween oh, movie. Oh, sorry. You mentioned, yeah, you thought that at first, but then I think you actually watched Resurrection with Buster Rhymes. Is that the one you okay, watched? Okay, yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember that yeah. one very much. It's it's pretty bad. Um, it begins, though, with the ending of H2O, because they retcon some stuff or whatever, but um, I would what? recommend H2O. It's fun. Uh, Is it? Okay. It's, it's a, uh, I was talking to Danny, my brother, about it the other day, and because he still likes it, and... Um, his partner Caleb actually, like you, had just watched Halloween for the first time this year, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's so much fun!" Um, and I don't, I didn't get his full view on it, but they did start watching some of the sequels, and he had gotten to H two O. and H two O, as Danny mentioned, is uh, very nineties, and um, it came out after Scream. Like, um, I was gonna say, it was like right there in ninety eight, yeah, then right? Ninety eight, twenty years exactly. later. Exactly. 
Yeah. Um, two years after Scream. One year after Limp Bizkit's debut album. Oh, I didn't know. Wow. One yeah. year after Scream 2 came out, I think, or the same year Scream 2 came out. So mm, I feel like I, I did a better job <laughs> marking the date, but all right. Limp Bizkit, everybody. We all have our, our things we're into. All right. <laughs> but um, it's fun. It's it's uh, it's a lot like Scream or The Faculty. It's, it's, um, it's like stylized, you know, glossy pop horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was Josh Hartnett's debut movie. Um, and then like, he, I think he did the faculty like that same year or something. Um, yeah. and so it's, it's fun to see him like Michelle Williams is in it. Um, she was doing Dawson's Creek at the time, I think. So she was kind of, you know, um, it girl at the time. And, um, but it's a cool take on it. So I, without getting too much spoiler about that one, what I was telling Amanda about these two with 2018 and why I like both of them is, um, if you, if you just go with like the first movie or the first two, whatever that, that first night, um, uh, she gets attacked. Uh, Laurie Stray gets attacked by Michael Myers in 78. He disappears, whatever reason. In H2O's version, um, she fakes her death, changes her name, becomes a teacher, but she has significant psychological trauma. Um, She's a functioning alcoholic. She is like twice divorced, had a horrible marriage, um, or at least once divorced, I think twice. Um, She has a 17-year-old son who's Josh Hartnett, and she has put all of her paranoia and bullshit onto him. Uh, and this version, she had been attacked. Um, she is really paranoid. She had a daughter and eventually a mm-hmm. granddaughter. She had uh, trained her daughter to fight off an attack, uh, similar to the one that she had faced. Booby trapped her house, all this stuff. Her daughter now is like, you put all this paranoia and bullshit on me. I don't want it. And I think that's cool to see, like, uh, as, as I described it to Amanda, it's like, Instead of like two different dimensions or whatever, this is two branching stories of how would someone react to a traumatic event of all of their friends being, being brutally murdered and then almost murdered themselves. Here's two different versions, one where she you know, had a son and one where she had a daughter, you could say the easiest way to split those. And how did she react to those? That's, in, that's an interesting premise to me. And I, in my head, mm-hmm. I can split those and be like, those, those both exist as alternate realities of the same premise. And it's cool okay. to see how they shape those out and totally different ways. Um, I would say that Halloween 2018 is a much better movie than H2O, but I love H2O. It's very fun and very nostalgic to me, but um, sure. it's fun and goofy, uh, whereas H- or whereas uh, 2018 Halloween was really like serious and, and uh, uh, trying as much to revere and be as good as the original as they possibly could be, which is very yeah. admirable, and, and they worked for the most part, so. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like the... Uh kind of the the gritty quality to this movie it yeah. seemed a little a little more grimy um mm-hmm. i like the texturing on michael myers mask yeah i thought that was cool looking um what did you think of the uh the doctor guy and uh his whole twist so uh briefly i wanted to just mention i i saw some stuff about the mask online um they had mentioned uh, smoking <laughs> right next next show about? next show um the filmmakers had said, uh, I guess the, the mask makers had said, because uh, this one is so like gritty and, and like uh, dirty looking, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, they had said that they, they actually researched what happens to like latex and latex uh, masks after 40 years. And that's yeah. kind of what they applied, like uh, how it like kind of falls apart after a while, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was really cool that they did that. But um, as we were watching H2O last night, I realized how fucking stark white and bland the mask is from H2O. And it's just so simple. And it's funny because H2O is 20 years later. Uh, it was made right. in 98, so this is 40 mm-hmm. years later. It's kind of cool to do 
the two that I like basically are split, you know, 20 years, but um, they really did such a better job with this one. So I'm glad you brought that up because I want to mention that. Um, the, the doctor, um, you know, Loomis is such a big, Dr. Loomis is such a big part of Halloween. He's in Halloween 2. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if he's in any more of those because I didn't, I don't follow them. I, I think he is. I, I um, saw that he's played by a different actor at ooh. a certain point. Um, okay. So Donald yeah. Pleasance died at some point during mm-hmm. these sequels and I don't, I don't know when that was but uh, during the filming he, he pulled a crow he <laughs> accidentally shot himself yep <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that what you meant? too soon <laughs> um, uh, but I keep wanting to say Michael McDonald but that's not right <laughs> <laughs> um, he died in 95 95 so, okay yeah that was like right in the middle of those like shitty sequels and stuff um, yeah. So he might have been in a few of those. I can't remember. But uh, but anyway, you know, they had this new doctor to kind of replace him. They, they portrayed as like he was like a protege, I guess, uh, uh, of of Donald Pleasance's uh, Dr. Loomis. But um, I, I felt that was okay. I didn't necessarily need it. I, I had assumed from what I understood going into the movie that uh, Dr. Loomis's um, goal, his whole reason basically in the first movie is to be a warning for the town of Haddonfield to tell them Michael's here and he's dangerous and nobody believes him. And I thought that basically Laurie Strode was going to be that. I thought Jamie Lee Curtis was taking on that mantle as the older, wiser, knows what Michael's capable of and has to go like save everybody. And she does that, but they still introduced a doctor character. And so I, I don't know that it was necessary for me, but then they have this big twist thing. Is that what you're kind of getting to? Yeah, I think you mentioned that. Yeah, um, and real quick, it yeah. was uh, Malcolm McDowell who played yeah. oh, the okay. uh, the Doctor Loomis character, but it was in the reimagining the, uh, yeah. the 2007 gotcha. version of it. So yeah. yeah, I guess it was uh, the the other guy that you mentioned uh, mm-hmm. before. But but yes, yeah, so I was asking in particular about the the twist to the character, yeah, um, where um, he becomes like a sycophant of Michael. Mm-hmm. I don't know about it. That's that is actually the largest chunk of this movie that I'm not sure about, and that I have mm-hmm. to revisit. That's that was the sole reason I think I have to go watch this again and see what I think about it. Mm-hmm. Once everything played out, I'm down with it. Um, I just thought it was so out of left field, and I don't really know. For me, I was like, they did so much in the movie that was like a rehashing of Halloween, and I, I, I'm thinking that they were trying to do something really different, um, mm-hmm. and that's cool, and I might like it more on repeat viewings, uh, but I initially was kind of like, that's weird. That was my, yeah. my my first reaction. So what did you think of it? I liked it, actually. Okay. Um, I thought it was very much a one of those things where it was like, the audience will never see this coming, which mm. is true for me, at the very least. Uh-huh. But yeah, it was um, I, I don't know. I like the idea of somebody getting so enraptured with this mm-hmm. this murderer who killed five people, like back in the day, you know? Yeah. Um, kind of like one of the uh, the... the kid characters in this movie had mentioned it's like in the grand scheme of things like five people you know yeah yeah not, not really a big deal but but they there's such like a, a mystery and a lore about michael uh-huh. myers in this universe that this doctor got so wrapped up and involved in it that it warped his brain chemistry or, yeah, or yeah. whatever to the extent where he's like i have to know what this feels like yeah or whatever um, I, I thought it was cool. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't mind it at all. Okay. I thought it was a, a cool little twist. Mm-hmm. And um, he he gets his in the end. Yeah. Um, shortly, <laughs> shortly after <laughs> yeah, that yeah. twist. But um, but yeah, I, I, I thought it was cool. I liked it. 
I think that I'll have to get over the twist of it and mm-hmm. look at the execution of how it worked. Um, like, uh, I did love whenever he is, like, touching Michael's masks, mask and stuff, and it's, like, so, like, weird. Um, and I was like, what's he going to mm-hmm. do with this? And then when he pops up w- wearing it, um, I was like, this <laughs> yeah. is fucked up. That was so creepy because <laughs> no one wears Michael's mask. Like, that's yeah. creepy. Um, and then him putting uh, – there's there's a lot of – there's still some, like, goofy things about this movie. Um, and that scene, that this is when they have to get over. He has a – I don't remember what happened to his arm. It's broken or shot or stabbed or something like that. He has a, His arm's in a sling. Uh, he was shot. He was shot in the chest by that kid. Uh, on the bus, uh, the kid oh, that, yeah, that's that right. dying, yeah. which yeah. I also love, by the way. I I have always thought I should not have a gun because if someone scared me and I was pointing a gun at them, I think I would just automatically shoot. Yeah, that was that seems like it'd be my natural inclination, mm-hmm. and not not to stop myself and be like, I should make sure this isn't a masked villain. Yeah, and when that kid just shoots the guy, in the, the doctor in the chest, I was like, exactly what would happen? And he just runs away. I was like, total kid thing to do. Amazing. Yep. <laughs> what a plot device to be like, stupid kid. So simple. Don't need yeah. more explanation. It was great. Um, but uh, he he is in a sling. He's been shot in the chest. He is in a sling. Um, he picks up fucking Michael Myers and sets him in a back seat. And so that's a little. That's a bit of a stretch. Um, you know of what could actually happen. Um, and then the fact that Michael, I love that Michael like push, like kicks out the, uh, barrier. Yeah. And, behind and, like, the, the yeah. front seats. Yeah. But I'm still, I, I'm also kind of like, he would have killed the girl. I don't think that he would have let her go. Yeah. It's essentially like he's focused on the guy that's in front of him and not on the girl next to him that he could just easily kill really quickly. I think, mm-hmm. um, snap her neck again, you know, really simple or whatever. He like yeah. gets out of the car to get the guy out of the car, and then she gets out. You know, she sneaks away, and and it's okay. I don't hate it. I'm just like, it was a little like, it's okay. I need to rewatch it again and see how I feel about how it actually went down, and see if I'm okay with yeah. it or not. So, do you think it was because he knew that the doctor put on his mask? Wait, what? The reason why he killed the doctor and focused on him, like he oh, became enraged, yeah. is like because mm. his mask smells like mustache cream and <laughs> He's like, oh, stale crap. donuts. What a visual image. Wow, man, thanks. Uh, that really mm-hmm. got me in the, that space. Um, See, now you're pissed too. <laughs> I wouldn't want my the inside of my mask to smell like anything but me. Yeah. So, yeah, especially another person. I get that. Uh, maybe maybe I can go with that. that. That would sell me. You got me. <laughs> Fix that problem. <laughs> At the beginning of the movie where the, the podcaster guy is holding the mask out, uh, there's certain shots where it shows kind of the, like, back quarter of Michael's face where we mm-hmm. get like just a peek at his eye and I yeah. was so worried they were going to show his full face oh I know I, yeah I really don't care what his face looks like yeah. you know it's, it's better for it to live in my imagination than mm-hmm. to actually see it yeah. you know um, but I, I noticed in the first Halloween movie we do more or less see Michael Myers when he's like on top of that car stealing was it Loomis's car he stole oh, somebody's yeah. car where you can see his face. I'm sure you mm-hmm. can go back and like pause it or whatever and see yeah. the, the actor's face or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. If, if somebody has a mask on, I'd, I'd rather it be just like, this is the mask and you can imagine, you know, whatever is yeah. underneath it. No, I think that's good. And yeah. I was glad. I didn't know if they're going to show more of that either. And it was, I was kind of like, okay, when it was like getting close and stuff, but then it worked yeah. out. Um, I, uh, I'm trying to find right now. Yeah, there we go. Um, I also thought it was cool. I, I was reading about it online, obviously last night after we got back from the movie. And the guy who played Michael is Nick Castle, 
and he was the original shape, the shape, as they called him, um, mm. for the original Halloween, and he hasn't been oh, back okay. since then. He only has, like, five roles in movies, mm-hmm. um, Halloween being one of them, and then the new one. Uh, but I found out, I didn't know this, he ended up being a writer and a director, and he directed this movie I love called The Last Starfighter. Uh, the oh, movie. yeah. It's yeah. great. Um, and he also directed a very, he wrote and directed a very weird movie that I love from the 80s called The Boy Who Could Fly, about an actual boy who thinks he can actually fly. And uh, <laughs> it has uh, Fred Savage in it as a little kid and stuff. Um, oh, very big. Weird movie. big. Yeah, it's big. Yeah, yeah that's what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> when he, he becomes Tom Hanks. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> but anyway, it was cool. He, uh, he did Dennis the Menace. He was a story, he had a story credit on Hook from uh, Steven Spielberg. Um, he directed Major Payne. Do you remember that movie with uh, Marlon yes. Wayans? <laughs> yeah. he directed, so the, the, the guy who played Michael Myers directed Major Payne. Weird. That is insane, That's dude. the world we live in, man. So uh, Damn. anyway, weird thing. But uh, but yeah, he was, that was good. I was glad that they didn't show more of him. And it was super cool that they brought that same actor back after all these years. Mm-hmm. I think literally, I think he was like a production assistant on something and some filmmaker knew him. And they that movie was made for so cheap back in 78. I think they were like, this guy can put on a mask. And that was it. Like, the, you know, they mm. went with it. So it was cool that they actually brought him back for this after all that time. 40, 40 yeah. years later, that's crazy. So. <laughs> but there were there were two actors that played Michael in this movie, right? Is that yeah, just there's like, like a stunt actor. Uh, oh, okay. That's what actually, it was. Yeah, who actually plays the more of the um, masked Michael, I guess, the younger guy. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I saw some stuff online about how they became, like, friends, and they were, like, working on, like, the how you walk and the shape of your body and stuff that he had kind of created with Michael all those years ago. Um, mm-hmm. And the directors wanted him... They wanted to have, like, the look of the old Michael, but also give him, like, cat-like reflexes for this movie, where, you know, like, um, brilliant scene. Um, that teenage kid in the backyard or whatever with all the floodlights on. <laughs> yeah. And they keep going yeah. off. Um, yeah. But when, when Michael finally gets him, he does it so quickly, you know? So they, they yeah. wanted to have that, like, fast cat-like jumps, scares. But overall, he's generally just a, a slow, menacing shape, you know, kind of walking around. So uh, I think they did really well with that. It was cool. Yeah. For the for the um, main girls in this, we've got mm-hmm. Jimmy Lee Curtis as mm-hmm. Laurie Strode. Um, Judy Greer. I forget her character's name. Yeah, and then... Know. Jimmy Lee her, Curtis's uh, granddaughter, which is Allison. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the main uh, like protagonists in this yeah. movie, I guess is what you would say. Um, I think my favorite part of this whole movie is at the end of it where Judy Greer is down at the bottom of the stairs and she has the gun and she's just like oh, yeah. loudly like crying. She's like, I don't think I can do this or whatever. Yeah. And she just g- kind of milks that scene for a little bit. Then Michael steps into frame. She's She says something badass and she just shoots him right in the chest yeah she it's says something like awesome. yeah like right on cue or right on target it's not that it's something yeah but she's like yeah like did it got it gotcha um, bitch yeah <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh it was really good i really believed i mean judy gray is a great actress i love her uh, mm-hmm. but man she really sold it i thought she was like really out of that life and she was like i can't yeah, do too. this anymore and then yeah. she's just like no this is always my plan since yep. i was like 13 year old girl <laughs> yeah. bam yeah and was then cool. um I thought it was a, a little bit cheesy, but I still kind of liked it where um, Michael is kind of in the foreground and you see behind him in the like pantry or whatever, um, Jamie Lee Curtis's like, oh, face yeah. just kind of slowly fades in. Yeah. Like, Happy Halloween, Michael. Yeah, that was a little cheesy. And then she holds out a, a bucket just like trying to trick or treat. <laughs> 
He's like, I don't. He like touches his pockets. I don't have any candy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just shrugs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was a little goofy. I, I didn't like the reveal. I thought it looked kind of cheesy um, of, of Jamie Lee Curtis's face. Um, but I liked Judy Greer and, and that. And I also liked um, once they are like running up the stairs and everything, um, and Michael grabs a hold of her leg. Uh, I love when the daughter, the, they keep telling the daughter, they're like, Allison, run, Allison, run. And she doesn't. She, like, grabs the knife instead mm-hmm. and started stabbing at him and stuff because, um, and I think they even, like, cut to Jamie Lee Curtis's face for a second. And she was kind of, like, ex- like worried but, like, happy, like, that she was, like, participating almost, that it's, like, all the women in that family are badasses. Mm-hmm. Um, and she yeah. wasn't going to walk away from the fight either. She was like, I'm going to save you guys, too. I'm going to help. Uh, I yeah. thought that was so cool. So I thought that was a good scene. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I thought, like I said, you know, I liked all of the actors in this movie. Yeah. Um, the the one girl uh, from Runaways who plays Carolina Dean is in this movie. That's what I knew her from. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. God. I was like, man, this girl she looks so great. familiar. And then it, it finally clicked with me. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's got superpowers, though. He'll, That's <laughs> he'll so never funny. be able to kill her. But yeah. she did. Virginia um, Gardner is her name. Yeah. Uh, I recognized her, but I couldn't place it. It's also her profession. Really? I thought she was an Mm -hmm. actress. Interesting. No, she just does gardening in Virginia. Both. Both Virginias. Um, She's very popular there. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, Yeah, I I recognized her. She was great in this. I thought she was great. Um, And I like her in Runaways, too. That's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hadn't looked her up yet. Um, Let's see. I'm trying to think. um, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my, my, my brain kind of tapped out well, there. Well, yeah. listen, I, we've been talking about this for a while, and uh, I think it's because um, I certainly have a lot to say about it. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad you like this one, though. Uh, I mean, there's a lot that I could say more about it, and I'll definitely have a lot more later on after I see it more times. But uh, mm-hmm. I think overall, though, I was very impressed. Uh, I told Amanda that I had high expectations because of the people involved and how much I had heard good things about it. Um, mm-hmm. But that I still was kind of, you know, like, iffy about it, but um, I didn't have any specific expectations about what would happen, and I'm glad I didn't, um, and just got to watch it play out, but um, I was very impressed. I thought it was uh, a very worthy sequel, and um, to me, not quite the original, just because of what it is, and it's the original of all of this stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, but I, I agree with you that this is, like, a good, like, modern interpretation of that that I will be watching a lot, you know, so... Did you stay all the way through the credits? I didn't. I just read about it on here. Did you? Okay. Yeah, so we were sitting in the theater, and uh, Marvel has me trained to okay. <laughs> sit all the way through sure. credits, or at the very least, whenever I'm sitting in the uh, credits portion of a movie to at least pull up Wikipedia yeah. and see if there's anything. And so I pulled it up, and I go down to the, the bottom of the, the plot, and it says, after the credits, and that's all I read, and okay. then I shut off my phone. So I was like, <laughs> oh, there's something something else that happened, so Brady and yeah. I sit there. And then, of course... Um, <laughs> there's no real spoilers. There's just breathing yeah. at the very end of the yeah. movie, kind of like Pennywise is laughing at the end of oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. the uh, the It reboot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we all float down here, Georgie. <laughs> yeah. So creepy. Uh, for for people, I guess it signifies that Michael isn't actually dead. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, it's just like a a cool little uh, yeah. like tag or like an Easter egg type thing. I would go with yeah with you on that one. Um, yeah. I think they, they might have been. I don't know. Michael always comes back. Like, all those guys come back. I know that they're talking about some ideas for a sequel. Um, and Jamie Lee Curtis said she would come back if David Gordon Green, the director, came back. 
mm-hmm. um, so they can make things work. Um, not to spoil much, and it's honestly been a long time since I've seen Halloween 2. Uh, I believe at the end of Halloween 2, though, they set Michael on fire. That's part of it. And then clearly he comes back, you know, and in and, and any, any timeline, all, all four of them, whatever, all three in the original timeline, he always comes back. But um, so in this one, you know, they lock him in this cage and they set him on fire, but they don't check his body. Um, mm-hmm. Like in H2O, she mentions that um, she, they're like, yeah, I, th- I thought he burned to death. And she's like, they never found the body. And so yep. in this one, I was like, you need to stay in that house. Like, I don't care if you burn. You need to watch him die. Like, you've got to check yeah. it out. Um, so I'll, I'll be curious to see how, if and how they bring him back, you know. But um, I'm like, we literally have already seen this in a direct sequel to Halloween, and he came back. Mm-hmm. So we know he can, like, survive that in some way. It's just if they could make it inventive enough to make it work. Um, so I don't know. We'll see We'll see what comes out in the future. He'll, he'll probably have to get a new mask, right? Like, at the very least, that mask think. is going to, to melt. <laughs> you know... Amanda brought up that the, she thought the podcasters were pretty much only in the movie because, um, I think that's what she said, like, yeah, that's, that's how that he could get his mask back, basically. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw some criticisms about that online, too. But that didn't bother me so much because I was like, I was trying to think back, and I was like, how does he get his mask back out of all these movies? I don't know. Yeah. Like, he just had, it's one of those things he can get, you know? Uh, yeah. But I'm with you. Like, it should melt. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe melt to his face. Be like a Freddy Krueger Halloween, you know? Yeah. Uh, really creepy looking, but um, but yeah, I don't know uh, how they'll bring it back. It'd be interesting. Would you watch a sequel to this movie? Yeah, I, I certainly would. Um, it's it, it depends who was involved, but I, I would think this one's doing so well that they would bring good people, those, those people back in or good people back in. Um, yeah. For instance, like Halloween H2O came out and I loved it, and then Halloween Resurrection was like that same... Not the same people involved, but like the same studios for sure. And it was like two years later, and it was awful. So, you never know, you know, what'll come next. But um, uh, also, Halloween H two has a very definitive ending, and then the way they they retconned it was kind of cool, but kind of stupid. So uh, we'll see. You know, that that always plays into it too. It's like how well can they bring them back or retcon things a little bit and change it up? Like, yeah. Um, and this one's kind of hard. There doesn't seem to be another way out. He's in a basement. He's locked in. He's on fire. I mean, like, I don't know how how you get out of that at all. You know. But, yeah. Uh, He'll find a way. Nature uh, 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 finds, finds a way. You know, I have this uh, uh, page still up, though, with that Jabril Nintambu kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did what, yeah, I want to mention to him before we get off of this, though, that uh, he stole the show in every scene he was in. <laughs> he he, he truly did. amazing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know where that kid came from, I but know. my God. He, yeah. man, added so much levity. And that's another thing I liked about this movie is it it broke up the tone a little bit uh-huh. more. Like later mm-hmm. in the movie where the the two cops are talking about the um, oh yeah the, the, whatever that sandwich was I can't think of what it's called oh, now. Oh, Bonnie. Bonnie, uh-huh. yeah. They're yeah, just yeah. talking about it's, it's just it's just a nice little like yeah. aside from yeah. from the movie. You know, breaks things up a little bit. I agree. Um, yeah, they have some nice little moments in uh, this kid when he was he's clipping his uh, nasty ass toenails. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was great. <laughs> All that stuff. I saw online, I was reading about him to see where he came from, and, and they said, uh, he kind of showed up out of nowhere. He was all, like on like one other um, TV show like episode or whatever, and this was pretty much like his first thing, though, his first movie for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But they said he ad-libbed most of that stuff. Most of his Holy lines shit. were ad-libbed. That's awesome. That kid's going places, man, and I can't <laughs> no wait. <kidding. laughs> he is awesome. Uh, Damn. Yeah, he stole the show. And their chemistry yeah. together, him hitting that, that girl from Runaways, 
yeah. uh, are really funny um, together. Like when she was like, you know, you're like one of the least, my least favorite babysitting kids. I babysit like 10 kids. You're one of the worst. Right. Like their, their chemistry was so funny. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man, that's pretty much all I have. Uh, I definitely love this movie. Um, but I still, I still have my reservations on a few issues and I want to watch it again. But uh, overall, I highly recommend it and super glad it came out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I would definitely recommend this movie. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't seen it already, cool. please do so. I hope we didn't spoil everything for you. Yeah. Uh, if you listened through all of this, but uh, yeah, it was a it was a good time at the uh, at the movies for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Stephen, I don't know if you heard that gong just now, oh. but uh, it sounds to me like it's time for a, a feature we haven't done in quite some time. Okay. Uh, a few months even. I believe it's time for a little segment we like to call Pop Culture Combat. Pop Culture Combat! (laughs) My God, I've missed that. (laughs) Truly missed that. It's been too long. Um, So it is round seven of Pop Culture Combat, and for this spookiest of months... October, uh, we are doing two horror icons, Misters mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger versus Jason Voorhees. Yeah. So we've got uh, a few special guests uh-huh. on this episode that we've asked to weigh in, and uh, they took time to do so. But we will get to them here in just a little bit. But um, we do have, uh, for our new listeners, we do have some bits of criteria that we go off of for judging mm-hmm. which character or property is the, is the superior between the two that we're comparing here. Um, so we go through uh, nostalgia, pop cultural impact, and how they've influenced pop culture. Uh, fisticuffs, which is essentially between the two properties who would win in a fight. Mm-hmm. Very interesting case uh, when it came to Coke versus Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> you have to listen to that episode to find out how that would work. Um, and then personal preference, yeah. um, which is exactly how it sounds like. So uh, we also have voting on Twitter and our mm-hmm. Instagram pages uh, that we will compile uh, into the final vote. And uh, like I said, we've got some guests on uh, um, yeah. later in the, uh, the episode that uh, will weigh in and... Um, We've got a comprehensive version determining the superior character. Yeah. So, um, Stephen and I, we don't discuss this ahead of time, so we don't know how each other are voting. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's part of the fun of it as well. Yeah. Um, now, I always like to begin these with a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> as you do in most things in life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So <laughs> let's all bow our heads unless you're drunk. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I like to uh, to break down some facts for each of the contenders. So uh, we'll start with Freddy. So Freddy's first appearance was in the 1984 slasher film A Nightmare on Elm Street, which you know most of us know. Uh, it was written and directed by Wes Craven. Um, one thing I didn't know, but I, I discovered through researching this, is uh, his inspirations for the character included a bully from his high school during his youth, a disfigured homeless man who had frightened him when he was 11, and, say it with me, the 1970s pop song Dreamweaver by <laughs> Gary Wright. Naturally. Yeah, you know. Um, so, uh, uh, Craven stated that part of the inspiration for uh, Freddy's infamous bladed glove was from his cat, 
as he watched it shred his couch one night. So that'll do it. That'll be one of the most horrifying things you'll ever encounter yeah. is one of your pets just destroying your, your property. Yeah. Um, now for Jason, uh, Jason first appeared in the 1980s slasher Friday the 13th and was created by Victor Miller with contributions by Ron Kurtz, Sean S. Cunningham, and Tom Savini. Uh, Jason wasn't originally intended to be the main antagonist and didn't appear as an adult until the 1981 sequel, Friday the 13th, Part 2, and didn't get his trademark goalie mask until 1982's Friday the 13th, Part 3. Uh, I'm glad you said that because that is one of the weirdest uh, pieces of trivia that I've rediscovered the last few years, again, because I haven't watched the sequels a whole lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It is so crazy to me. Can you Can you imagine any modern movie where, like, it gets super popular and shoved into the zeitgeist, and everybody knows about it. Um, like Iron Man's mask. Like, what mm-hmm. if Iron Man's mask? Everybody knew about it, but the first movie, Iron Robert Downey Jr.'s not even in it. His mom is. All right. <laughs> yeah. His mom is, and in the sequel, Robert Downey Jr.'s in it. And then in the third movie, he gets he becomes Iron Man, and then everybody's mm-hmm. like, "Man, I love that Iron Man mask. I love that suit. It's yeah. everything I know of that series." It's such a weird thing to think back on now that that can even happen. How yeah. iconic that is that he didn't even show up until the sequel and didn't even get his iconic mask until the third movie. What a weird world, man. That's, that's such a weird <laughs> journey. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. I've always thought that was so strange. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's almost like they just lucked into that character design. Yeah, almost, so you know. Weird. Yeah. And I was reading about the, the mask. The mask was done because um, they were going to put makeup on the, the actor. Hmm. And uh, they had to do a, a lighting test or something uh, like that. But they didn't want to have to take the time to apply the makeup. So they just put, um, like, some crew member had a goalie mask that they put uh, on Michael. Oh, weird. Not Michael, uh, Jason. Yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Still getting it wrong. So they, they had a hockey mask they put on him. And the director just, he liked it. Huh. He liked the look of it. So he's like, hey, let's, let's do something like that. So they went through and, and uh, created a, a mask for it. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, real bizarre. Um, so as bonus trivia, I always like to see how, how or if the two uh, properties have interacted with each other. So um, the two characters have appeared together on film more than once. Um, some of them are just cameos, but uh, f- for example, uh, the first cameo was the final scene of 1993's Jason Goes to Hell, The Final Friday, where Freddy's clawed hand drags Jason Mask into the dirt mm. slash hell. You know, whichever one. Mm. Um, there was also a cameo of Freddy's glove and Jason's mask in the 1998 film Bride of Chucky. The two characters finally met and battled on screen in the 2003 film Freddy vs. Jason, which I rewatched this week. That was Ooh. what I watched on Tuesday <laughs> between my, my Halloween movies. Oh, okay. And uh, holy shit, that's such a fun movie. <laughs> it's dumb, but it's so fun. Just It's ass loads of blood just spraying yeah. all over the place. <laughs> and then most recently, the two characters had cameos in the 2018 film Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I so. thought about those, like, connected together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All right, so let's uh, let's break down the categories here. So um, we will start with nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to go first on this one? Uh, sure, I'll jump in. Um, yeah. Man, it's been so long since we've done one of these. i got to get back into the mode of rating mm-hmm. things against each other um so now you don't <laughs> you don't plan this stuff out ahead i don't right? know yeah so you're, you're off the cuff Brit, i'm uh, yeah. <laughs> i've made uh, incredible notes here not incredible as in good just yeah uh, uh, a lot of them yeah um yeah Brit likes to make a lot of notes for these uh, i like to just go in and kind of think about it uh, on the fly and you know in the moment 
which can change, which is interesting. So, uh, so anyway, uh, Jason and Freddy, both of these characters, both of these uh, franchises, um, are almost like neck and neck to me um, in terms of like nostalgia. And most things you'll you'll find, I guess, as we go through these, but nostalgia. Um, I remember them about as equally. Um, I think I actually probably found out about them first before like Michael Myers. Like before I got into Halloween, I think I probably knew about these characters more, uh, mm-hmm. especially because by the time I was old enough, like, you know, these movies started later than Halloween and by um, like 88 or 90s for Halloween, this, those sequels are the ones I don't watch. They weren't really good. But these this series, you know, was closer to my age, I guess. So they were uh, around a little bit more. They were a little more modern and I was watching them more. But, um, but anyway... I don't know that I have much of a preference between the two. Um, I'm going to have to give this to Freddy uh, for nostalgia, specifically because of my brother Danny, who is a huge um, Nightmare on Elm Street fan, a huge Freddy fan of all of the sequels as far as I know. Like, I remember he used to have, like, posters of a lot of them or some kind of – he had a, a calendar. Oh, my God. It just flashed in my head. He had a calendar growing up when I was a little kid of different scenes from the Freddy movies, like Dream Warriors. I think it's the third one. And it's like all these kids, like all these like gross things um, from the movies, because Freddy can make anything happen, sort of. So mm-hmm. um, I, I'll give it to that because um, Danny influenced so much of my movie um, love growing up and everything, and what I've kind of become today with that stuff. But uh, horror movies specifically as well. So um, Jason wasn't really like Danny never talked about him. He wasn't really around in my family as much. I remember Freddy more, but I don't know that I necessarily had a preference between. The two of them growing up, you know, mm-hmm. for nostalgic reasons. So, you going to Freddy then? Freddy. Okay. All right. So I put you down for Freddy. I for nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have any recollection of Jason mm-hmm. or the Friday the Thirteenth franchise mm-hmm. beyond the Nintendo game from back in the day. Oh yeah. Which was just <laughs> was weird. I, I remember just being frustrated with that yeah. game. Um, now I vividly recall being terrified of freddy as a child mm. um his appearance creeped me out and i was afraid to go to sleep because that's how he gets you i know you can't a, not sleep <laughs> like he, he, it's a great he will find premise. a way yeah. yeah and so i remember just like leaving the the light on in like my closet or whatever as a child yeah. just to make sure you know like that's going to protect me or whatever it would um and also, when I was younger, I remember hearing the Fresh Prince song that featured Freddy Krueger. I'm being scared of that. Do you remember that? No. Oh my God. We'll Never put it in this episode. Now I have a story that I'd like to tell about this guy. You all know me and he's scared as hell. He comes to me at night after I call him to bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. He wears the same yeah. It's insane. It's an insane song. Crazy. But yeah, it's. Uh, uh, I think he raps in it too, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's 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 bizarre. So yeah. for me, I'm giving my point to Freddy as well, okay, just cool. because like even though I'm not quote unquote nostalgic for it, yeah. I do have more experience with him as a yeah. as a youth over Jason. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, yeah kind of the same so. way. Like I don't really have much of a preference, but it's it's gonna get a Freddy a little bit more than mine uh, than Jason because uh, there's something about him. Yeah, that he's he's around more and I remember that more. So yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so let's move over to pop, cul- pop, <laughs> pop cultural <laughs> impact. Holy shit. Um, so this one was tricky mm-hmm. because these two characters are more or less on equal footing as yeah. far as impact and, and pop culture. 
Um, both have been featured as icons at Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. Um, both have appeared in video games, including their own series, specific titles, and as playable characters in the Mortal Kombat franchise. Oh, yeah. They've both been immortalized as collectibles, you know, Halloween costumes, mm-hmm. uh, Funko Pops, all of that stuff, uh, as well as mentioned in numerous hip hop songs. That's the real test. Well, the highest honor of all oh. is they've both been spoofed on The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. So, you know. Oh, man, I love that episode with. Uh... Uh, Willie, Willie is, uh, <laughs> he walks in on fire and just, they're like, Willie, please, we're in the middle of a meeting. And he's like, okay, he just like sits down on fire. It's so great. <laughs> um, so I, I try to look it up on social media and see who had more likes or followers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not real oh, yeah. people. So, you know, it makes it a little bit <laughs> more tricky. And so, so for Facebook, Ford, Instagram or something, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just every day it's a, a shot of a hockey mask. Yeah. Just mostly out of frame. Yeah. Um, so for Facebook, um, it was hard to find character specific pages because there are just people that have fan pages or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I went with the film franchise titles. So okay. Friday the 13th itself has 2.6 million likes mm-hmm. and A Nightmare on Elm Street has 3 million likes. Okay. So Freddy edges out on that one a little bit. Yeah. Um, for Instagram, Jason Voorhees or the hashtag uh, <laughs> Jason Voorhees mm-hmm. has 578,000 posts. Hashtag Freddy Cruiser. Cruiser. <laughs> so when he was a stunt driver in the movies. <laughs> it's like Dracula, but you know, oh, his yeah. car. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hashtag Freddy Krueger has 605,000 posts. So again, Freddy wins just a little bit on that one. Um, the number of films for each, Jason has 12, Freddy has nine total mm-hmm. movies. Um, and I'm just going off of the, um, is this the original ones? Maybe it's all of them. I don't know. Whatever the case, yeah. <laughs> that's the number of movies those characters have appeared in. Um, as a worldwide box office, uh, Jason has $464.67 million in, uh, or U.S. dollars worldwide. Freddy has $457 million worldwide. Okay. So Jason beats him a little bit there. I mean, number of movies, honestly, though. You, you, you can keep scrutinizing this, yeah. but I mean, Jason doesn't even show up in his iconic form until the third movie yeah. in that series. I mean, if you want to take that into perspective, mm-hmm. I mean, you can really kind of go round and round about whose yeah. influence is is more impactful. Mm-hmm. But honestly, for me, I put this one as a draw because it, it's hard to even figure out who who has more whatever and like what well, criteria is that judged by. I kind of agree with you, but I also think there's a clear winner, and it's Michael Myers. Because he inspired both of them. So True. I also True. call it a draw. I think this is really okay. hard. I honestly do because I don't know that you can, like, for one, they have a movie together specifically because they were about at the same level, like, cultural-wise, but also, like, fan-wise. Yeah, um, popularity. Yeah, yeah. like, um, that people wanted them to get together and stuff and, like, fight or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. In my head, in, in my head, in my version, it's, like, Michael Myers, and then you, like, skip a few and then it's like Freddie and Jason are kind of there together like um, I do consider them as like direct rival series you know to each other mm-hmm. uh, which I think has been played out since those movies and stuff especially but um, it's really hard to kind of separate them because they almost fuel each other on in popularity as well like I can't imagine yeah. a world without either of them but it's like I can't imagine a world 
like a Freddy world without Jason being in it. Like they're they're kind of synonymous to each other. Uh, mm-hmm. After all this time, I feel so. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna. And it's I'm it's, gonna it's say. not like one one has made so much more money yeah. at the box office than the other, or or anything like that. They're both more or less neck and neck yeah, on, on, on certain things. So very interesting. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're gonna do a, a draw for each Drew of us out. there. And I, I think on a previous episode where we had a draw, we just didn't give a point to yeah, either one. That works for right, me for that one. So yeah. All right, so let's move on. I guess we should celebrate. Good on both of them for having a pop cultural impact. That's what we're all that's about. That's true. Show, uh, sharing the love, I think. Is that what we're? Yeah. Yeah. That's, much. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Cool. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Good job, both both of you. But uh, neither of you earn a point. No. Um, maybe try harder. Yeah. I don't know. In school. Yeah. All right. So let's move on to fisticuffs. Yeah. This so, is gonna be a good one. Let's see um, how things shake out whenever Freddie and Jason go head to head for a battle. So I want to start with this because I haven't seen uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Is it is that the movie? What is, what's it called? Mm-hmm. Freddy yeah, Freddy vs. Jason. Freddy yep. vs. Jason. Uh, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that in so long. So uh, I think you you watched it recently, and I think that you need mm-hmm. to spoil it for all of us here. And tell me who won. I'll tell you who won. The audience. Because <laughs> that movie's fucking fun as shit. <laughs> You're really making me want to go watch it, and I wouldn't have otherwise, honestly. But now I really want <laughs> to. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's it's dumb. It, yeah. It's about what you think it is. But, um, man, it's uh, even toward the end of the movie, we still <laughs> quite don't know. Uh-huh. Um, because, uh, again, spoilers for, for this, uh, for Freddy versus Jason. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, Jason is walking out of the water intact with Freddy's severed head. Mm-hmm. So it appears as Jason is one. But at the very last second, Freddy winks at the camera. Mm-hmm. So That's right. you know, okay. he's still alive. Maybe just as a head, though. Oh, you know? yeah. It can't get know. much done with just a head. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Unless he's on Futurama. There you go. The head in a jar, you know? He's not that I know of. Maybe. They did a crossover. He, yeah, it might have been. Simpsons I don't know. could have been. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I thought that uh, that sounds familiar now. I, I, I feel like um, it's hard because I don't, I don't fault the filmmakers for that, but it's also, it's kind of a cop out to be like, we have these two fans. Oh, Bruce Willis. We have these two fan bases. We're gonna like pit them together, um, and finally have them fight. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, neither side really wins. So it's like yeah. you, it, you can keep it going. You decide whatever, and the, the debate rages on, which is good. I don't think they should have necessarily weighed in on who actually would have won. So yeah, it's kind of fun, I guess. Um, it's about the journey, not the destination. <laughs> you know, it's the fact they were friends all along. Yeah, uh, that was the goal. Um, yeah. No, uh, okay, so real, let's get into this with, with what our thoughts are, though. Fisticuffs. So, all right, Jason has brute force, mm-hmm. but he's slow, right? Yeah. Which we've established, yeah. uh, kind of like Michael Myers. Um, and he's he's menacing, but um, Freddy, um, you know, Freddy's cool because Michael Myers came out and then like I said, Jason is almost like a direct copy of him, uh, even though it took like sequels to actually kind of produce that. Um, but in my mind, you know, it's like a masked killer with a big knife slowly walking around stalking teenagers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Freddy really took that the other way, and I think that they were kind of responding to this masked boogeyman, and they're like, we're going to give him all of the lines in the world, you know, like we're going to make him talk constantly. <laughs> yes, He's yeah. always going to be playing with them, and so they went a whole different way, and I, I respect that more. I think that's cool. Um, but also, like, the skills they gave him where he's, like, a this dream world thing and he can kind of do whatever. 
Um, it's way more terrifying to me. And I think that, like, uh, Jason, he's just so simple. He's, like, straightforward. Like, he's just doing his thing. And I can't really see him really going against Freddy. I think, like, Freddy would always be smarter than him. He would always out outsmart him. He would... Um, he wouldn't need, like, just because he has knives for fingers, he wouldn't necessarily need to just duke it out with him. Like, they wouldn't have, like, a fist fight, you know? Um, mm -hmm. They would use their skills, and I think that Freddy's skills are better than Jason's, and so that he would win. So my vote is for Freddy and a fisticuffs. Fisticuffs. Okay, gotcha. Um, so for me, on them battling... Um, I, I agree with you. Um, you know, the the filmmakers, uh, let's see, it says, since uh, Friday the 13th, part six? God, I fucking hate Roman numerals. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, part six, Jason lives. Uh, the filmmakers have given Jason super hum superhuman strength, mm. regenerative powers, and near invulnerability. So even though Jason is slow, he's more like the juggernaut bitch mm. um, in that he will just mow down like there's no obstacle mm -hmm. in his way like he will eventually get to his target and just murder them yeah you know um so like when I was watching Freddy versus Jason there's a point where Freddy has somebody trapped in the nightmare realm mm -hmm. and he's getting ready to kill this girl but <laughs> her chest explodes and, and just like blood splatters all over Freddy because Jason killed this girl in real life <laughs> Yeah. And he was like, Freddy was so pissed off that he didn't get a chance to kill her. Uh -huh. So my, the, the way I'm judging this is, let's say the two of them are alive in the, in the world, mm -hmm. Freddy and the, the dreamscape, Jason in real life, mm -hmm. right? The two of them are eventually just going to go through and just start killing the entire population of the planet, right? Okay. Until no one's left but the two of them. Okay. If there's no one left to dream... Mm. There's really not a whole lot that, that Freddy can do. Mm -hmm. I don't know that Jason necessarily sleeps, so yeah. I don't think he really has access to him. Um, but somehow he possesses Jason mm -hmm. in the movie. So maybe if, if Jason like drowns or something, he's yeah. temporarily knocked out, and, and then that could happen. But mm -hmm. I, I, I don't know. I, I think if all of humanity was killed off, Jason would just continue to wander the planet mm -hmm. just, you know, happy as a clam, you know? <laughs> He's like, he'd be fine. Finally, it's quiet. Yes. That'd be, <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. What if Jason is a silent Bob this whole time, yeah. and he's just waiting for his moment to speak his truth, <laughs> and he's finally going to decimate the entire population of the world and take off that hockey mask and just go, I feel better. That would be amazing. That's a sequel well, see, I want to watch. From what I gather, like Jason is just trying to appease his mother, yeah. right? Just trying to make mama happy mm. so he's gonna kill off everybody you know if freddy kills off some people hey you know whatever uh-huh <laughs> yolo <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh -huh. <laughs> well i guess maybe not in the, the case of jason he uh, mm. he uh, lives many yeah, times but um you know as as long as the goal is met i think jason is fine with it as long as he's the the sole survivor on the planet um freddy if he's trapped in the mm. dreamscape and jason doesn't have to actually lay down and go to sleep i, I really don't see Freddy being able to do anything. Yeah. If, if Freddy crosses over into the real world, uh, Jason can at least battle him. Mm -hmm. Freddy doesn't appear to do a whole lot yeah. of damage toward uh, Jason. So, mm. I don't know. It, it, 
it's one of these things that can go either way. But I'm yeah. giving my point to to Jason I, just because. Uh, yeah, I like your premise of the explanation. Yeah. Yeah, that that changes mm-hmm. it up a little bit. Yeah, to say like, what if there was no dreamscape for him to populate? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> It'd just be Freddy just like sitting with his hand yeah. on his face, just like, He's like this fucking sitting sucks. there, <laughs> just scratching hash marks into <laughs> into the wall, yeah. like kicking a can. That's awesome. Whenever, yeah, that's the next scene after Jason takes off his mask and he's all happy and it's quiet finally. Then it's just so spready yeah. and he's just like on this long ass wall, scratching yeah. away at the time. Mm, that's a that's a good ending to a to a that new Jason a versus. That's what we'll make a movie called Jason mm-hmm. versus Freddy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, swap it up. Swap it out, yeah. Yeah, and people will be totally fine. different. Totally fine. Yeah. People won't get this mixed yeah. up at all, and mm-hmm. uh, and we'll do this ending for it. I like this. It's be a good thing. So, uh, but we still put Jay and Silent Bob in there yeah. just as well, why not? contrast. Yeah. yeah, people will get it. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm glad that we kind of uh, arrived at different conclusions for this too. That keeps things interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So now we are on to personal preference. Yep. So this is where we just simply decide which character we prefer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you don't mind, I'd like to start this one off. Please. Um, so for Freddy, I think he has a great character design. He's got the melted yeah. skin. He's got the striped shirt. Yep. Very iconic. Um, he has the asymmetry from the clawed hand, which mm-hmm. normally I don't like, but I think it works for that character oh, okay. and the uh, the feel of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks menacing as a as a silhouette. If you were to see just like a, a blacked out figure of mm-hmm. Freddy Krueger somewhere, you could easily identify him. Yeah. Right. He's got the fedora. He's got the clawed hand. Sure. Uh, he's got the sassy stance. Oh. You know? <laughs> you <know? laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I think Freddy is a more creative character to come up with from a design mm. perspective. You know, he's a, a dream demon. Yeah. Um, it's pretty it's, rad. It's just a more imaginative character mm. to me. Um, and, and, you know, Jason, what it comes down to is essentially just a, a hulking killer with a mm. hockey mask on. Yeah. So not, not terribly creative, but... Um, yeah, so I, I think uh, Freddy's just uh, a little bit more imaginative. So for Jason, like I said, he's like the the juggernaut in the X-Men. He's just mm. unstoppable. Um, according to Kane Hodder, mm-hmm. who's an actor who portrayed Jason in four consecutive films, the character might violently murder any person he comes across. And this is important. But in, <laughs> uh, in Jason Takes Manhattan... Um, there was a scene that called for Hodder to kick the lead character's dog. Mm. And then Hodder refused, stating that while Jason has no qualms against killing humans, he is not bad enough to hurt animals. Ooh. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, and that's important. This guy, he knows. Yeah. He's been inside the mind of yeah. Jason Voorhees, right? Um, so, for that reason, and also, uh, Freddy is a chomo. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm giving my point to Jason as a my preference for character. Okay, interesting. That surprises me. I didn't know where, where you would land, I guess, but uh, interesting. So, uh, I would say for me, uh, again, it kind of goes back to my, my my childhood, even though I didn't have too big of a love for either of these guys growing up, but my, my brother Danny had uh, all these posters and calendars and all this stuff from Freddy, and he loved those movies so much, so uh, I've always had a soft spot for Freddy in my, in my heart, but... Um, if I go back to, like, the, the first movies, which is what I like, so, uh, like I said earlier, I, I watch Halloween every year. I used to watch Nightmare on Elm Street and um, uh, Friday the 13th every year as well. But a few years ago, when Amanda and I were watching it, um, ha- have you seen the original Friday the 13th before? 
I, I may have seen it like on TV okay. when I was young. I don't think I've somewhere. seen the uncut version. Yeah. So I'd be really curious to, to hear your impressions of that movie in particular. Um, I'm Freddy Krueger, bitch. Is that what you wanted? No. Is that what you meant by the <laughs> impression? I want to see you, yes, in Friday the 13th. Be like, I'm Freddy Krueger, bitch. And be like, what? Yeah. And then just never mention it again. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, it's it's an extremely boring movie. Um, I stopped. We stopped watching it because the first Friday the 13th is really boring. And I find that interesting, mm-hmm. and I would love to get your opinion on it because um, that's kind of how it seems like you felt about Halloween, where it's just like not modern. Um, talk about like slow paced and like nothing happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason's literally not even in the movie. So there's not even a missing, you know, it's, it's always like this hidden He's killer. walking to set and it takes yeah. <laughs> three movies for him to get there. But his, I like the, like, it's okay. It's, um, and it was, it also has its place in the pantheon of horror, you know, and, uh, and what it did, uh, culturally as well. But, uh, to me, it, 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 as an adult and like watching it now, and I've seen it many times over the years, um, it just doesn't hold up as well. That first movie. And the sequels, I just never got into that much um, with actual Jason in them because they got really campy and stuff. So I would be curious to revisit that. But for, for my money, um, when I rewatch Nightmare on Elm Street, like that movie still lives up. Like um, Johnny Depp is Johnny Depp's first movie, and his death scene in that movie oh, yeah. is yeah. epic. I love it to this day. It's so gross, um, so good, and uh, it has a lot more going for it. Like that character design, like the idea of it and how they created him and stuff is so much more going on. Um, it's way more intriguing, and um, and so yeah, I don't I don't go with the sequels that much. I don't like any of the Freddy sequels, even though there's some out there that I know people like. I don't like any of the Jason sequels, even though people like those a lot. I really just strictly go with the first movies, and my personal preference is, out of these two is Freddy all the way. Okay. When I said I'm Freddy Krueger bitch earlier, yep. were you talking about Friday the Thirteenth? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Stephen, I'm I am wildly confused about horror movies, <laughs> their titles, <laughs> who the characters are. Okay, Michael it Myers. It didn't occur to me until later, but... Uh, yeah. All right. Michael Myers wears a knife hand glove. He was in Nightmare on Elm Street, first off. Mm-hmm. Halloween. Sure. Stars Jason Voorhees' mom. Okay? Mm-hmm. With me so far? Yeah, Friday the 13th, got it. Chucky. Actually, Chucky, you, yes. Okay, so you know that one. You know that one. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. But child's play, Jason, because he's a kid. Of course. Yeah. So He drowned as a child. As a child. So yeah. that's all Plain of it. water. You got it. <laughs> no, that's why yeah. whenever you said that, I was like, yeah, so you'll just say that, and then they'll just never mention it again. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that might be the case. Yeah. It, it was finally clicking into me. I was like, wait a minute. Hey. I don't know any of this that's stuff. That's super funny, though. Hey, you know what? That gremlin joke at the beginning was solid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so let's move on to the audience's scores. Sure. So we've got uh, for Twitter, um, the winner for that one uh, by a 80%, 20% split is, as I scroll to the thing, wait for it, is Jason. Oh, uh, okay. 80% to 20% for Freddy. Uh, And then for Instagram, uh, (laughs) 100% of the vote. We have to get a better system for yeah, Instagram voting. It's just it's not not working. Everybody likes um, it. There's nobody yeah. votes on it. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Our friend uh, Chris Bell. He's hey, stepped up to the plate. He always does. <laughs> good old, good old Chris. He always does. He's a good guy. Yeah. Um, he voted for Jason as well. Okay. So two 
um, audience votes for yeah. Jason Voorhees there. So that's not the final voting. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to go and uh, check in on some of our friend podcasters mm, yeah. um, who have not been murdered by <laughs> the Jason, Michael Myers. <laughs> I don't know. Some guy with a fucking knife who wears a mask. <laughs> um, we're going to check in with uh, some of our uh, podcast friends. We're going to start with the terror table. Uh, we asked them to to weigh in. They graciously took the time yeah. to do so. Uh, we asked the terror table, roll to play, and then Erie International. Thank you to all of you who so much. participated. Um, and honestly, uh, you guys are the only three podcasts that we asked, and they all came through. Yeah, so no, that's awesome. Thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, I know it's probably a pain in the ass to <laughs> get together, record, and then uh, send it over, but we truly appreciate it. So we'll start with the terror table and uh, get their thoughts on the, uh, the weigh-in here. Yeah. What's up, Stuff Talkers? This is Mitch from the Terror Table, and with me today is... Uh, I'm Boozy. I'm Diego. And the three of us are the hosts of the Terror Table podcast, and uh, we would just like to quickly say thank you so much for reaching out and asking us to be a part of your latest episode in which you'll be doing a pop culture Mortal Kombat, or pop culture combat, I guess they're calling it. Yeah. Um, That's actually Mortal catchy. Kombat. It is, and they, they do this on a lot of their episodes, but we'll be quick about this. So the, the question today is Freddy or Jason? Freddy versus Jason. And I know you said that this this could vary in terms of who would who's had the biggest cultural impact or blah 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 blah. Uh, we're gonna treat it like a fight. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah, we need to do that. And uh, if, for those of you who don't know or have never heard us before, Freddy vs. Jason is a huge movie for the three of us. So um, just a year ago today, we did a drunk episode on it, so you can check that out. But let's get let's get kicked off here. So what, Diego, where are you leaning towards, Freddy or it's Jason? Freddy. If, if if we're not, if, Whoa. If we're just ta- yeah. If we're and just, you're wearing a Freddy. Yeah. He's wearing a Freddy sweater right now. Because that's the thing. If we're just talking about them fighting like one on one without any human fucking like pull. Where they, they can help Jason out, it's fucking Freddy. He's a, he's a demon. He can do whatever he wants. Okay, so one vote for <laughs> one vote for Freddy with uh, Diego. What about you, Boozy? Uh, it's Jason. Okay, so why Jason? Because uh, he kills everything. Okay. He always comes back too. The even so if does he Freddy. yeah even if he lost, they would just write in a reason why he would win. Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna probably take up the most time here, but I've pr- pr- prepared for this. I've been very excited about it, but. The only possible way that Jason could beat, could stand a chance against Freddy is if he was brought, if Freddy somehow brought Jason, or Jason somehow brought Freddy into the real world. But the thing is, Jason's too fucking stupid to yeah. do that. He, there's no way he'd be able to do that. And that's what I was talking about. Like, because in Freddy vs. Jason, the reason why Jason wins is because they ha- he has all the humans helping him, and they're the ones who bring Freddy into the real world. Jason does, barely has a fucking brain. Yeah, Jason's too stupid. It's a so got, Okay, so we got pros for Freddy. He's for sure circumcised. Freddy, like, he may, may not have been chosen to be, like, he, he may not have had it happen while it was at birth, but he was for he sure circumcised. He just used his fingers? Well, in the he gave himself a well, self-circumcision. Yeah, well, I guess he could have done that See, with his snippies. do you think he's circumcised? Or do you think his, his snippies? Do you, do you think his, his hood melted to his dick? I don't know. I feel like it was, because he was also, oh, I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not going there. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know. And <laughs> Freddy, Freddy's got that big dick energy. Like, he, he walks into a room and he makes his presence known. Everyone knows when Freddy's there. He's got that swagger. He's got that confidence. Um, he's always wearing fresh threads. And he, he walks into a room, yeah, he makes his presence known, he's intelligent, and he isn't all just walk and kill, he's calculative with his motives. Yeah. Didn't he also we, touch kids? Yes, that's what I was getting at. <laughs> but Jason, Counterpoint. As for Jason, Jason is definitely not circumcised because yeah. his mom was a curmudgeon and decided to let him live that tortured life of an of a not clean human being where, <laughs> he'd, have, where he'd have to live with a full hood. 
but uh, Jason has horrible hygiene. I know this doesn't matter in a fight, but that dude would still be being breastfed today if his mother wasn't severed at the fucking at her shoulders. Um, so I feel like he's he's just a big dumb introvert and his social skills suck. Um, he was drowned when he was a kid and his education ended there. There's no there's no way that he'd be able to outsmart Freddy. Freddy's a smarter character, and uh, Jason didn't have the cognitive ability to mature and grow enough to outsmart Freddy in any situation. Wait, who would win in a swimming contest? Because we don't know if Freddy can swim. Yeah, but we don't... Jason can't we know swim Jay, We know we for know sure Jason. No, 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 but, but that's not a, a plus or minus right there, because maybe they both Freddy, can't... Freddy would just turn into a boat. Yeah, Freddy would turn into a boat. <laughs> Freddy. Mitch votes uh, for Freddy. We all know that Jason can take down boats. Yeah, I guess that's... Okay, well, you got that. But, but can you take down the Titanic? He probably Freddy, could. Freddy could turn into the Titanic. He would just, like, shoot himself into the fucking rudder and blow the whole thing up. I admire your efforts, but <laughs> there's no way. And so. it, it sucked because it, my, my heart wanted to go with Jason, but then I had to think, like, logically about it and be like, okay, what would happen if it was just them one-on-one as a good dude? Yeah, and to be clear, I love Jason. Oh, no, yeah, me too. <laughs> I like, have, I, that's why I Yeah, I have I Jason tattooed thought, on my yeah. body, but uh, it sounds like I'm just shit-talking him super hard, but the man of my dreams would take him. Yeah. So thanks, guys, for letting us be a part of your show. Uh, really looking forward to hearing the episode. And, uh, yeah, see you. Uh, see you on the other side. Stay spooky. <laughs> <space, space, laughs> I don't know. Love you guys. <laughs> that was adorable. Yeah, we got an great. I love you guys out of that. Know, yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, you know what? We love you, too. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for participating. So, so yeah, for the terror table, we've got two votes, Freddy, one vote, Jason. Mm-hmm. Interesting. On that yeah. one. So, they, they brought up some good points, though. Are we gonna? They did about circumcision, <laughs> self circumcision. We didn't even bring that up, Brent. I mean, like hood talk. <laughs> no, I like the uh, I, in particular though. I like the swimming one. I was like, oh yeah, good call, mm-hmm. good call. Yeah. <laughs> Freddy will just turn into a boat. Yeah. Makes sense. But Somehow we know Jason can take down boats. It's like, oh, God, it's like back and forth all the time. All right, so let's jump over to our next uh, chime in from uh, our good friend Kent Blue at the Roll to Play podcast, and uh, we'll hear his take on the whole situation. What's up? Let's talk about stuff. Your good pal Kent Blue from the Rotoplay podcast here to weigh in on this pop culture combat. So, you know, in the past we've had our disagreements. Pepsi Coke, Bugs Bunny, Mickey Mouse. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. This time around, it's horror themed. And we've got Jason and Freddy. I'm going to tell you right now. Jason is the clear winner in this. Seriously. Jason, I mean, on all accounts, Jason is the winner. He's my favorite just by far because he doesn't talk. He gets his business done. He's not making jokes the whole time. He's not just messing around. He gets out there. He gets the job done. He's, you know, he's very uh, focused on his thing. Where, Where Freddy is all bouncing around everywhere, just... Freddy's a mess. All right, just right, let's just lay it out there. Freddy is a mess. Jason is cool and calculated and just on task the whole time. Just striking fear into people. Always. So Jason, hands down, Jason Voorhees. There's just no other choice. All 
right. Well, yeah. thank you, Kent. We appreciate that. Um, so yeah, he has a vote Man, for a Jason. Of, so now we're we're two Freddie, two Jason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's check in with our next and final podcast chime in with Erie International, and uh, yeah, let's yeah. see see what they've got to say. Let's talk about stuff. Listeners, you have been invaded by Erie International, the world's premier global international horror <laughs> podcast. Um, this is David from the United States, and I want to be done talking already because I feel like an idiot. Andy from Germany, my friend. What's up, man? <laughs> yeah, Andy from Germany. That's me. Um, if you haven't uh, listened to our podcast yet, um, as David mentioned, we're a horror podcast from three different countries. Um, and the third country is uh england so dave from england say hello to the let's talk about stuffers hello let's talk about stuffers how are you today i hope you're well i am fine all right keeping it brief and to the point uh, <laughs> no, no, i'm not criticizing you're good uh brent and steven reached out to us about the pop culture combat that's going on right now between Freddie and Jason, and we wanted to chime in with our thoughts and our opinions about this. I'm actually very interested to hear your guys's because this is not something we've ever talked about, to my knowledge, in terms of uh, what, what preference you guys have. And I don't know that I could guess, to be honest, um, who picks who. So let's start with the. Uh, if you've never listened to our show before, um, Andy is a is a seasoned horror fan grew up like loving horror stuff uh, with his brother getting into all kinds of uh, fun horror stuff as it was coming out in the 80s uh, I got into horror maybe six-ish years ago um, really really deep into it and that kind of started the seeds of this podcast and then Dave is our resident not a horror fan at all <laughs> really. um, which we uh, are always excited to hear Dave's perspective on stuff because he, he decidedly has a sort of more outsider view since it's not normally his thing. Although I think you've come to like certain aspects of horror more over the years that we've been doing the show. Um, yeah. I would... So let's start with you, Dave. Someone who I'm assuming <laughs> knew about Jason and Freddy growing mm -hmm. up because of pop culture but and maybe catching movies here or there, but not like a huge horror guy. What's Where does your preference land? I, I'll say just because of a horrific experience as a younger man. Uh, <laughs> I wondered if we were going here. <laughs> <laughs> of course we're going here. Um, the thing is, like, people aren't necessarily going to be listeners to ours who, who are listening to this right now. So I suppose I should recount the story of the time that uh, I was as a young as a young lad. Um, I can't even remember how old now, but I, I, I don't know if I was even out of single figures. If I was in double figures, it would have been around 11 or 12 years old, so old enough to know better. I watched the opening sequence of the first uh, Nightmare on Elm Street and then decided I needed to go to the loo. I got as far as halfway down the hall in pitch black with all of the doors open and suddenly just couldn't move. I was like, if I go past either of these doors, he's going to come out of the dark and get me <laughs> because I am nothing if not a massive pussy. So, um, yeah, I, I, I've never felt like that watching a Jason movie, which is why I prefer Jason movies. <laughs> Amazingly. Um, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, I came to this realization the other day that I'm a massive fan of slasher movies because of the fact that 
they don't make me jump per se. Like there will be moments where someone will come out of nowhere and and grab someone or you know throw someone through a window or uh, one of of several other things, and it will kind of make you jump. But it doesn't make you jump in the same way that let's say. Um, Oh god! I mean, name any supernatural jump fest that you can think of. Insidious. That's your Insidious. Question. Yeah, jump scare yeah. the movie, as I think you've called jump, it before. Jump scare the movie, indeed. Um, and I, I feel like Freddy is more in that vein. Although I wouldn't say that it's bad for that, because it's not bad. Like Freddy movies are very good, um, but I think the Jason movies are more consistent, which is probably a controversial thing to say. Um, and I, I just get more enjoyment out of watching them. But was the question actually who would win in a fight, or what, what do we prefer? I because think just, I think it's just your pick on uh, which character. Uh, yeah, it's not not who's, who would win in a fight. It's just it's who's just your who, guy. Who's the superior it's, character? Yeah, I'm gonna go with I, I'm gonna go with Jason, even though it's probably the unpopular choice. He, he's not anywhere near as pop culture. Um, kind of leading as freddy is but i just I, I there's something about jason that I, I just really like and freddy not so much so that's that's me that's me all right andy yeah i've always been a freddy guy um being from germany growing up in the in the 80s most of these mo- movies had been banned in germany anyway or at least um they were not released in an uncut form so um jason movies had never been and to this day probably have never been on tv you do not uh, at least uh, on 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 um, public television um but Occasionally, you could catch a, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie in the late program on, on some private station. Um, so, yeah, uh, the obvious thing, of course, uh, Freddy is just the, the more fun character. He is a character. He's always played by the same guy. He has a voice. He has uh, dialogue, his, his one-liners and, and all that stuff. Um, so I, yeah, I had a almost life-size poster of Freddy in my in my bedroom. I have I had the movie novelizations, audio cassettes, and stuff like that. So Freddy was just more present than than Jason at that time. So I always gravitated more towards him. And to this day, I have not seen all the Jason movies, and I'm not really sure which one are available in Germany in 2018 or if they are all available by now so yeah I'm I'm all for Freddy all right so it comes, comes down to me to be the tiebreaker here um, even though these are three votes in case that just confused anyone <laughs> we're not casting one vote as a podcast uh, I mean I feel like I I as much as it's possible for me to come into this neutrally I think I probably have I didn't watch either of these franchises growing up. I knew both of them equally uh, as much through pop culture, um, just in terms of you know who they were and the iconic looks of them and everything. I didn't watch, um, for both of them, I saw their remakes before I saw any of the original films. Uh, the only other movie I saw other than their remakes when they came out was Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> so it wasn't until I started getting more into horror movies that I went back through and started watching all of the, uh, the franchise films themselves. So at this point, I've seen all of the Elm Street movies, and I've seen one through seven of um, Friday the 13th. 
and uh, for me, it's uh, it's got to be Freddy. He's the. I, I love Jason. I think he's a cool character. To me, Jason is more of the sort of. I guess I, coming from a world of comic books, I look at him more as like the Jason has like different costumes and different looks and vibes. He as a character isn't really much of anything. Um, obviously, it's not even him in the first film, and then he kind of goes through a transformation until he becomes what we know by the third film. Um, I love the fourth film. I love the sixth film. I mean, I, I like a lot of the movies, to be completely honest. Um, but to me, I think probably the slam dunk into why Freddy's the superior character is I can purely just point to the existence of the film Wes Craven's New Nightmare and say that there's a whole movie about why he's a great character and about why he's had this enduring effect on pop culture, about what he is as an idea, as a sort of um, something that's... I mean, one of the best scenes in that movie is when there's like a morning talk show and he comes running out and he's like, and like throwing his claw hand everywhere and people are screaming and laughing and showing that by this time he's not... He's no longer scary. He's not this thing um, that he started off as because he's invaded pop culture so much. And so Wes Craven sort of reinvented him in that film. And it's such an underrated outside of, I think, the horror community movie. And we did an episode on it at some point a while back. And um, it's it's great. Uh, Jason, I don't think, has that sort of enduring legacy in that way. Um, I think visually he's awesome. I think as sort of a force of nature, he's really cool. Uh, but, you know... It, the other kind of unfair thing advantage that Freddie has is that, as you as you said, Andy, he is Robert England, and um, you know what's his name, Jackie Earl Haley, was him in the remake, but it's it's really just been the one guy. And uh, with Jason, you you know, there, they, he does have the one the one sort of character, the one actor that a lot of people point to with um, help me, <laughs> Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder, thank you. Um, but other than that. They they mix and match the guy out of there, and it's more about the look and the visuals than it is the performance. Uh, and so for me, bitch, that's why I got to go with Freddy. <laughs> I mean, I, I I knew my opinion was unpopular coming in. I, I'm not I'm not disappointed. I'm not angry. I bet it's not as unpopular as you think, though. Here's, I, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, right? And I'm going to defend my pick now because now, now is a fight. Right, this is <laughs> come on, <laughs> put your jukes up. Let me out of. I guess Brett, Brett and Stephen have since cut us out of their show at this point. No one's hearing this. <laughs> Probably, but, oh, yeah, I'm gonna make this argument anyway. They're like two uh, for Freddie, one for Jason. All right, next one. <laughs> Here's the thing. Okay, so um, you mentioned the fact that Freddie became almost like a, a pastiche of himself, became a massive pop culture icon, became very funny, became almost the the the, the reason to go and watch the movie. Like he was the main character in the movies. And as, as much as you could say that Jason is the main character of his movies, he was never a figure of fun. He was always the boogeyman, the, you know, the thing to be feared, the, the horror icon. And Freddy is a horror icon, but in his later movies, he became someone to laugh with rather than to scream at. Yeah, it's uh, a joke on Rick and Morty. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. you're totally right. I think my and I can't I can't keep doing this because we have to wrap it up. But my counter, <laughs> my counterpoint would be, uh, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But I think the early movies, I think especially the first one, um, and Dream Wars to a certain extent, have the most genuine scares of either franchise. Um, yeah. In terms of just the idea that you're trapped in a dream, you can't get out. There's no way to escape it. Having to stay awake. Like, all of those things are much more visceral and, and scary of an idea. Like, the the nursery rhyme that they're singing about Freddy and, like, the legend and all of that stuff. 
Um, and then Jason, to me, is less so. He's scary because he's a killer, but there's not there's not as much of a, a an aura. But I, that being said, Dave, I don't think it's going to be as unpopular as you as you think. Um, I hope, but I, I stand to be corrected. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> but uh, Stephen and Brent, thank you guys for letting us invade your podcast. And uh, if listeners want to hear more of these dumb idiots, check out ErieInternational.com, where we do horror <laughs> stuff every week. All right, so they made some really good points uh, over at Erie International. Um, Made me uh, almost want to recast my votes, but it's too late. (laughs) Set in stone, carved in it, if you will. (laughs) Um, No, I wanted uh, to say, though, uh, I, ah, damn. Uh, You know, I've talked to some people in my life that listen to podcasts, uh, listen to our podcast, rather, uh, and it's their first one, or they listen to some other ones, but um, they always mention to me how they want to jump into the conversation. They feel like they're, they're, they're just hanging out with some friends, you know, just hanging out with uh, you and me. Yeah. And holy shit, that is so hard. Um, I, I, I listen to podcasts, and I feel that way sometimes, but it is a lot harder on your own podcast after you just talk about these things, <laughs> and then these, these cool people send you these awesome things, and you just want to jump in and, like, chime in and, like, talk to them and be like, yeah, but what do you think about this, though? Or like whatever yeah. you want to answer their questions too. So that was uh, as fun as it was infuriating not to be a part of. But um, damn, thank you guys so much for sending those in. All of the podcasts that was amazing. Um, oh, for cool. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I've tallied up the votes. I'm, I have no idea where it can even possibly land. <laughs> I uh, I had no idea until yeah. I, I counted them out. Um, There's so many. The winner was declared by a difference of one single vote. <laughs> Chris Bell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Oh, man. By a vote uh-huh. of eight to seven, the winner of round seven of pop culture combat, Freddy versus Jason, is Medea. What? That's right. Boo too. Medea. Uh, Medea Halloween has won pop culture combat. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for chiming in. Oh, man. Uh, this has been Let's Talk About Stuff. We'll see you later. Yep. Okay, so the actual winner of uh, round seven of Pop Culture Combat, Freddy versus Jason, is Freddy Krueger. Oh, God, I really, really thought you were going to say Jason. That That's kind of what I was thinking, yeah. but, uh, yeah, going back and... I, there was believe enough- me, I wanted Jason to win. I recounted the votes eight <laughs> times. There were enough votes, though, especially towards the end, I was like, this is going to flip. Yeah, Fuck. yeah, so... But, yeah, Man. it's a, a surprise to me, uh-huh. but, uh, I mean, just just barely... Just barely a difference there. So, wow. um, the most most frustrating part of this is that uh, you have yet to lose a single <laughs> pop culture combat. I've I've lost multiple rounds. Well, that's what I was gonna say. I thought this was gonna be my first one that I was yeah. like, Jason's gonna win, which would have shocked me, honestly. Yeah. But uh, uh, I stand as the reigning champion of pop culture combat. <laughs> <laughs> you do, god damn it. But hey, you know what? I'm in good company. I've got uh, Boozy, I've got Kent, and I've got Dave on my mm-hmm. side. Yeah. Jason for life. Hey. Or Jason bros. Yeah. I mean, not, not that you had a huge preference either way, I don't think. Uh, in terms of like, uh, for this, this thing in general, but... Um, like movies in general for what you're going to watch uh, are you going to go out and watch these this year next year you know are you going to put these on rotation are you going to go through the sequels ever 
no, no. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know. <laughs> but look, I'm not going to watch every Mickey Mouse cartoon versus every Bugs yeah. Bunny cartoon yeah. either. You know, it's just like, you know, you kind of get your impressions of sure. things. I've, I, I think it's clear I've gone through and done my research. Oh, yeah. <laughs> these oh, characters. No. yeah, for sure. <laughs> I've, I've wasted a lot of my yeah. own life uh, for this podcast. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess I'm getting to that, uh, as I've hit multiple times on this podcast, uh, this, this episode, uh, Halloween is my jam. That's my series. So... Um, mm-hmm. I, I kind of have a feeling that I want to watch um, Freddy vs. Jason now, and I, I like maybe mm-hmm. next year, you know, revisit that. Yeah. And then um, I'll probably revisit Nightmare on Elm Street next year, and maybe more of that series, but um, I don't know. Uh, overall, I, I'm saying that I won't really revisit these that much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, so I didn't imagine you would either. So at the end of the day, like, this one's cool, but, um, and I, I definitely accept my win. <laughs> 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 but, uh, but it's like I really, you know, these characters are, are great and everything, but my, sure. Michael Myers is where it's at for me, so. Okay. Yeah. So the, the true winner is Michael Myers for you? The true Sorry. winner is The Thing from The Thing. He's an unnamed. Oh, from Fantastic Four. Yeah. Hey, it's clobbering time. <laughs> um, so I was character. thinking, like, maybe a, a better matchup would be Jason versus Michael Myers or Freddy versus yeah. Pinhead, maybe. Yeah. And then, and then, uh? outside of that realm, you've got uh, Chucky... Versus Pennywise. Oh. Like, I could see Pennywise trying to lure uh-huh. a good guy doll down into the sewer. <laughs> yeah. Just be massively disappointed. That would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Had no yeah. effect on him, and then he tries to stab him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be cool. Be cool. Well, um, yeah, again, thank you to the Terror Table, Roll to so Play, much. and Erie International for participating. Be sure to follow them on Twitter. You can follow the Terror Table at the Terror Table on Twitter. Uh, you can follow Roll to Play at Roll to Play Pod, and you can follow Erie International at Erie Int on Twitter as well. So, um, yeah. Very so cool. let's let's go ahead and wrap it up. Okay. Uh, we're we're pushing three hours here. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, another short podcast, but uh, you know what? It was fun. So we hope I appreciate you guys uh, all of you too. listening there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, in the meantime, if you have a show suggestion, question, comment, dog picture, pop culture combat contender, or something specific you want us to discuss on the show, please contact us by email. You can email us at <gasps> let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com. Look, it's a, it's, it's a uh, lot to type, but hopefully it. your email will just eventually remember yes. it and be, be a shortcut. So, exactly. you know, I was actually uh, going to say, I was thinking last night about how hard that is. And mm-hmm. I think we should instruct our listeners right now. Whether you're going to send us an email or not, go ahead and type that in to your email yeah. account so you have it available. Send us a quick message if you can, and then mm-hmm. it won't be as big of a deal later on, and you can keep doing that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Steven says, do it. Do it right now. <laughs> uh, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LTASpod. Follow Steven on Letterboxd and Twitter at StevenFisher22. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Brent Hibbard. All right. Awesome. Well, I think that's going to do it, it for for this episode. It's a long one. It was good. I'm glad we did it, but uh, yeah. we always had a lot to talk about. So, for sure, yeah, for sure, a good. lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? I forget. I don't uh, know. But thanks to any new listeners, and thanks to the podcast again for sending those in. Uh, thank you, Brent, for setting that up. That was such a good idea to have some. Uh, some of our podcasting friends weigh in on, on the pop culture combat, uh, especially yeah, definitely. a big one like this for Halloween. Uh, uh-huh. Next week, you know, uh, no more Halloween. So no more Halloween movies. 
but I think we'll maybe we'll just do like a little catch up episode and there's some stuff that I've been watching that I want to talk to you about. So yeah, same yeah. here. There's there's uh, some non horror stuff I yeah. wanted to get into. So we'll we'll do that on the next episode. But uh, before we sign off, mm-hmm. Stephen, I don't know if you heard about this, but mm-hmm. uh, Jason Voorhees just got married, and uh, I bought him a wedding gift for uh, he yeah. and his lovely bride. I got him some uh, monogram towels that say. <laughs> Michael, my yours and mine. <laughs> Did I get it? I think live, I got it right that time. Live, create that joke uh, like an hour ago. Uh, it it just came one. to me. No, nope, nope. that was good. <laughs> Thanks. That, yeah, I figured that me. one worked out, but it certainly makes way more sense, that right? Was, well, they were both great. <laughs> both great that's the thing is that they both work so well um so mm-hmm. yeah i don't think there's anything i can do to top that so uh i think until next time i'm steven i'm brent and let's talk later vote on november 6th and, and keep your gremlins dry it's true I've got a sync word, unless you've got oh, one. So, Shatner face on three. Oh, mm-hmm. Shatner face, okay. <laughs> it's like poker face, but... <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. Not by Lady Gaga, yeah. <laughs> He's got that Shatner face, sh- sh- Shatner face. Like that. Ooh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> that sounded like very avant-garde. It was kind of like, it was cool. All right, ready to go. All right, so Shatner face on three. One, two, three. Shatner, Shatner face. face. Excellent. I think that worked. You kind of paused for a second there, but we're going to go with it. We'll be fine. I'm not How could it, it go so. wrong? <laughs> That's our motto. How could it go wrong? <laughs> it always does. Just a blank stare. <laughs> There we go. All right. You're okay. It paused in your face like this. <laughs> and it looked like you, like, I ended, I don't know if you heard what I actually said. I, I ended it and I was like, this movie or whatever is just like up there in history. It's like, for me, this movie is it. And you just sat there like, okay. Like, that was your face. <laughs> like, I don't believe a damn word you said. That was so funny. On a housekeeping note, real quick, um, I did not expect to talk about Halloween that long. Uh, I was really I'm glad we didn't talk about anything small because uh, we got yeah. we got to get into that pop culture combat, and now we're two yeah. hours in. So, uh, right, <laughs> good times, good times. Yeah. <laughs> See what the best way to access this this next part would be. Yeah, that's the one I haven't listened to. Yet. Okay, <laughs> it's a longer one, but, okay. but it's good. Cool. All right, so let's check in with our. Oh, oh dear. Yeah!
about to sneeze. Ugh. It's okay, man. It's very, I'm very upset about I'll it. I'll still like you if you sneeze. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> uh, all right, one sec. Oh, I'm just very upset. Jason and Freddie, they just, I want to be friends. <laughs> I want to be friends. Did you hear that the female gremlin was sexually frustrated? No. <laughs> yeah, evidently she couldn't get wet. <laughs> This is Mike Myers. It should be the Halloween mask. This is a Halloween mask. No, the killer dude from Halloween. Oh, you mean Jason. No. Halloween spooks outside my window. Halloween spooks behind the tree. I wish that the children could see, but I can't find them for the life of me. And there's Halloween spooks outside my window. Halloween is my jam.